that up. But hey, oh, <laughs> here we are. What's up? Episode 109. Welcome. Blade Cup Marathon Edition. Thank you, everybody, for hell yeah, sticking with us. We got a little earlier today. Hopefully, we got some European viewers, maybe. Oh, that'd or be international nice. viewers. That'd be nice. Yeah, if you're from outside the United States, let us know because we unfortunately don't get to do them this early all the time. I don't know what camera to look at. Where am I looking? Um, that camera. Mm-hmm. We're doing that one. Okay. Oh, Hello. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us for episode 109, Jump Street Podcast. This is our Blade Cup Marathon edition. We have three live podcasts going on today. Very busy day. And we're starting off with everyone is an extremely special guest. Mm -hmm. This one is a special guest and a close friend of mine, Mm -hmm. Hayden Ball. So I'm very excited to have him on. A true gentleman. A true gentleman. (laughs) He's a good kid is what he is. But before we get into any of that, I just want to do my little spiel as we do every episode. But perhaps this might be your first episode. So if it is, please go to our Facebook, give us a like, go to our YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. Please leave a comment if you like. All of these interactions really help uh, with the algorithm. We have an iTunes. You can give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear and you can write a review. We also have a Patreon and you can be a Patreon for as little as $3 a month. And when you become a Patreon, you become a member of our Patreon community and you have access to our three pieces. We do our trick tips, which we call them inside outs. We do a section reviews with some of our guests where we go over their past sections. We just and put out the ski one too from ju- oh, uh, last, uh, last week, whatever. Yeah, nice. it's up there. Okay, so the ski one's up just now. And not only do we do that, but every month we do a random drawing from our Patreons. And then you, if you win, you get to pick something from our online store. So you get to have a shirt. A nice little shirt maybe. A hat. A mug. A five-panel hat. Not to be mistaken with a three-panel hat. <laughs> Did you see hat. The, the meme that someone made? No, that? no. Someone made a meme. They just posted like a picture of a teepee. And they're like, the new Jump Street three-panel hat. It's perfect. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's a, it's a Shout five-panel. out to whoever that was. Yeah. And we also have a mug. So you can get that from our store. This lovely mug that we use for our podcast to drink coffee out of water. Sometimes, sometimes beer. It depends. Whatever you want. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's a, it's if a you're 21 world. and up. It's a free if, world out there. If you're 21 and up. In Europe, 18 and up. I'm yeah, it's not in Europe, 18. Yeah. I, what is it in Ireland? It's like 15 and up, right? It's like nine in let's Ireland. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um, cool. So let's get that started. Do we have to talk about some of our... Um, we have a few new Patreon supporters, by the way. Uh, big shout out to our new supporters this week. Uh, Daniel Reg Diaz, Adam Summersgill, and Troy Sanders. Thank you all so much. And you are all entered in the new drawing next month. I'm honestly, Austin, I'm so happy for you when you have names that aren't impossible. That, that aren't tough. Yeah. Because, you know, I know this is like a problem for some of us. Oh, but um, <laughs> as you were saying yeah. that, I got a little nervous and I had to check on this computer screen yeah. to make sure I had it right. But we got three easy ones today. So cool. thank you. Thank you for supporting. Bonus points if I could pronounce your name. Also, I don't know if anyone knows, but did you guys notice I brushed my hair today? <laughs> yeah, I hardly slick. do it. <laughs> you get to see our hairs this time because we don't have the headphones. Out. I'm in a weird stage where it's between like the short and the long. We're looking proper out here. We out here. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I want to give a shout out before we begin our show uh, to our sponsor this episode, Blank. Uh, Blank is putting out a new skate this year. Or maybe next year actually is coming out. But the new Sean Keen Pro Model Skate, um, you guys should have seen it by now. It's all over the place. And let's roll this little ad of Sean Keen himself, the man speaking about his new Pro Skate by Blank. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Keen out here in New York right now with the Blank Rollerblade team. We're all out here skating my pro skate for the first time in the public. Yeah, we've been developing the skate for about two years right now. Worked with Kyle Solo on a lot of the parts on this skate. Came together really nice. Hope everybody likes it. It's going to be the first release. It's going to be a beta drop. It'll be a couple of sizes, but the whole point of it is we want the public to test these out too. They're going to be able to try it, give us feedback, and we're going to make changes to the skate for the next final production run of all the sizes. 
So it'll be something everybody's happy with. I hope everybody's really stoked on the skate, because I know I am. So yeah, I hope everybody enjoys this new skate. So be sure to cop a pair and try them out. Let us know your feedback. <laughs> That's Danny. blank by rollerblade. Oh, just blank actually. Just blank these it's days. Blank. Just blank. Um, I think we I think we've put a lot of the blank by rollerblade in people's heads. Yes, it's just but blank. it's blank. It's just blank these days. But blank if you're here for the blading cup this weekend, there's gonna be a blank booth where you could check out the skate. Mm -hmm. Sean Keen's gonna be in town, I believe. So you could check him out too. Take a picture, take a selfie with Sean Keen. Mm -hmm. He's got a first pro skate. It's a pretty big deal. It's incredible. So if you're here. Check us out too. We'll be around. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I got to say, Sean King, we were just talking about before the podcast. He's just a phenomenal skater, mm -hmm. huge fan. Love the way his mind works with the, his skating and just like to see all like the little ideas he comes up with mm -hmm. out there. So it's really cool. Huge really shout unique. out. Yeah, huge shout out to Sean King. Huge shout out to Blank. We're really appreciative of our sponsor. And like I said, if you're at the Blade Cup, go check them out. Go to the booth. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Do it. I think we're good to move on to our guests. What do you think? Okay. I think so. That'd be great. Um, so we normally have like a, like a, like a fake crowd cheering. No, we, we will have it. Oh, we will we have, have it. it. So sweet. Um, so please, without further ado, our guest, Hayden Ball. Come on, Hayden. Woo. Check nice. it out, Hayden. <laughs> How you doing? Good. What up, Hayden? And How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? <laughs> what is that? Like a speech test? <laughs> Thing? Yeah, it's what uh, Burgundy did. I was just thinking, I was like, what can, <laughs> what can I do that's, you know, yeah. funny to start off? I was like, oh. kind of like, that's not funny, that's helpful. That's just, your exercise. Okay. I don't know, okay, I'm ready. I like that that you call you call him Burgundy. You know? Yeah, it's Ron just, Burgundy. like it's like it's like a personal friend, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what, yeah. that's what Burgundy did. When you're okay. from San Diego, I guess you know him on a, on a first, name, first name basis. Well, a second name basis. Second one name basis. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, thanks for having me. It's an honor and a privilege to do this with you guys. Welcome. This is awesome. Especially yeah. like uh, how our paths have been crossing so much, especially while doing podcasts. Like it's finally actually get you on the show because you were with us in New York a few weeks ago and also in Arizona a few months before that. Blade Havasu. Yeah, Blade Havasu. So now Great we finally time. actually get you here behind the mic. Yeah. You've been behind the it's, scenes too many times. Yeah. Yeah. We've uh, we've crossed paths a lot lately. I mean, I've been seeing Bill for yeah when did we first meet was it when you came and stayed at my house with jeff and marcus in san diego yes yeah yeah so that was like 2012 i don't know yeah i mean i was 23 or 4 when you came but we had some like already station. like mutual friends through like uh sean and I think oh pat, yeah pat had, and so we may have met before that i think i think so because we're, we're both on Henry, right or something at the time we, we, yeah oh, you're yeah. on Henry too yeah I, I was in the. I was there in the beginning when Sean started that. There only if, was if you like never got your though. jeans, I'm sorry. That was <laughs> Sean has them, or he owes you, <laughs> not me. <laughs> it's <laughs> not that your was deal. his deal. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, well, sweet man. Like, um, I've known you for, I guess, since at least 2012, probably mm -hmm. before. Um, it and feels like forever. I gotta say, you're a good does. buddy in Austin too. I, I, I feel like. When? California contest somewhere. Yeah, of Skate course. Like over these. I don't. There's so many people these days where I don't. You don't like remember when you first met, just because. Yeah. You just run into everybody at all these events and contests throughout the year, so you just you just know each other like for years, and it's just that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know a bit about your past. Um, I actually learned a little bit more about it yesterday because I originally thought you were born in Nevada, but I guess you were born in California. Yeah. And then you moved to Nevada. Um. 
So did you start your skating over there or did you start over here? What was your beginning and introduction to skating like? So yeah, I was born in uh, Solana Beach, San Diego, and then uh, my parents raised me in Reno, Nevada, and uh, I started, I think I was about eight or nine. So just little rec skates, like plastic wheels and up and down the street. Something like Zetras or something? Oh, the California Pros were the first ones that I remember having. California Pros, I've never heard of those. Yeah, I just showed someone the other day, they had three buckles, Um, (laughs) they were black, they were great. And uh, I have a video of me, yeah, just going up and down the sidewalk with like a hockey stick and like, you know, pushing a ball or a puck or something. But yeah, then uh, I think probably 10 or 11 is when I got into aggressive skating because I saw Eric Burke, Mike Burke and Mike Choley and this guy whose name was Nate Blades. And he lived around the block from me in this neighborhood. Uh, was that his last name? Nate Blades. Yeah, Blades. No way, really? his, his name was Blades. And he, <laughs> and he had a mini ramp in his Dude. backyard. And this guy, he did it all. He did bikes, skateboard, and rollerblade. It was like a six-foot mini. There's clips of it in a VG. Um, Trolley doing airs to fakie. Is it like the Peld VG8, maybe? Oh, uh, no. It's, bef- it's like VG7 or 6. Trolley does a big air to fakie, and he falls on one, I think. Mm-hmm. But he also sticks one. And uh, so that I was skating around the neighborhood with my cousin Jordan, and we came across that, and I, we were just like in awe watching these guys skate the mini ramp. And then they, you know, I became friends with them, and they let me skate it. So that was so, my introduction. As you you grew up with like well-known people, like the Burke, like Eric Burke. Mike Choley. I mean, yeah. I didn't really get to be friends with them and skate with them until I was like 15 or 16, you know? That's mm-hmm. when I started to hang out with Choley. Mm-hmm. Like, I, my mom still remembers the stories of like driving around with her and we like saw Choley coming out of a store and I was like, Mom, Mom, that's Mike Choley. That's Mike <laughs> Choley. Like, because I knew him from VG8 <laughs> and, and so he's coming out of the store and he's got his skates in his backpack. It was like, walmart or something or and he's like getting his skates on i was like hold on mom just what i just want to see what he does like <laughs> and like and then we became friends later like he's one of my best friends you know i was a freshman and he was a senior at reno high and so then yeah i started to skate with mike a lot sick yeah and and eric and mikey burke too how did you get down on the mini? Did you just go up and be like, hey, guys, I skate. Do you mind if I ride or something? Or well, Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing, but I that was... I, you know, and I actually think when I was going around the block, we were on skateboards at the time, but I saw them on rollerblades, and then I started to rollerblade more. Because as a kid, you, I feel like you kind of do it all, or you try to... Mm-hmm. At least I did. I tried to, like... I was first into skateboarding and then got into blading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did did some did one of the guys along the way say, hey, like these California pros, not the way to go. We need, we need to get you uh, on some proper. Nobody ever said that to me, but I I like picked it up. But so the Nate Blades mini ramp didn't last too long. Mm-hmm. They it was like towards the end, and he took it down. But um, not long after that, Reno came out with a really sick indoor skate park, and that didn't last long either. But when I went there and. St- you know, I saw a lot of guys with real skates, Oxygens and M12s and K2 fatties, and, and I was still on the California Pros, but um, it was really cool. One that is one of the best memories I ever have as a kid. Uh, my dad, like, picked me up from school or something one night, 
and uh, he had taken the California pros to the local skate shop, and he had the guy put on metal grind plates on both sides and put anti rocker wheels. And this was like a chassis that you can't take That's off awesome. and shit. And put like I, f- I think they even put wheels on like hypers or dwarf something. Like fat boys or something. Dude, and it was like I was just like over the moon with that. And so then from there I got K two fatties. And that was on the California Pros. Yeah, and so I rocked those for a while. And uh, that Reno Skate Park is in Eric Burke's uh, VG section. I was gonna ask if that was the. Skate it park. is. Yeah, it's the one with the. I think he's wearing a helmet and he. He it's does only like indoor a line. park, right? Yeah, it was a big, it was a sick the indoor hips park. And Michael Pallick skating it too and everything. Did Mike's? Yeah, Mike, yeah Mike probably. Was skating it too in yeah, and uh, Ruben Feinberg and Aaron Feinberg both, I remember seeing them there and they, they came when I was a kid. So yeah, that was good. So how old are you now? 36. Okay, so you weren't like a kid, kid. I was then. 10, 11 maybe? Yeah, but I guess everyone was kind of young then, so it was it's like, like, like. Yeah. So that's a kid. That's, that's a kid. A kid. No, it, 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 is, it is a kid, but I'm saying yeah. like, I'm pretty like, like Austin seven, started eight. skating at eight. So Austin yeah, is yeah. like, oh, 10, 11. I'm eight. trying to relate to it. Yeah. Cause you, yeah. You, yeah I, don't, I don't know. But yeah, I was like eight too. So like everyone was like 13 to 15 right. or older. And that's like a whole different yeah. age game. range, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10, 11 is totally kid status. And uh, yeah. I, I know what it's like too. Also, like when you see like people who are like kind of known in your area, or, like kind of in videos or stuff, mm. because that's how like idolized we would look up. Yeah. To, I mean, may, maybe not you, but like Angel Soto, yeah, John Soto, and be like, oh man, these guys were in the VG. Same thing. I'd run them on the street VG7. And, shit and be like, oh, these guys are like really good. And I would like go yeah. home and try to like jump on rails like my socks on whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Angel like, and John Soto are they brothers? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. But uh, there were like the guy, like guys in Staten Island that were like in VG7 for the first time. We were yeah, like, oh, one like of our guys got names. in like VG7 yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So we'd like, mm-hmm. you know, we'd drive by like his house in Portage and I'd always like be looking like, what if they're home or something? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like Still. a similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, are they skating? They're probably doing skating stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 probably like in their house, like doing like yeah, homework like or something. Yeah. They just live skating, right? Oh, sick. But yeah, man, that's that's interesting. Good memories. So like, like, so I guess from that point, it was like off to the race. It was like, you're a skater. Or was there like a moment? Hard. Yeah, like yeah. hard off the bat. Uh, I think, so it was up until about 12 or 13 that I still played like team sports, I guess. But I, I remember it was like seventh grade. I went out for the basketball team and somebody stepped on my heel and it, I fucked up. Excuse me. I screwed up my uh, Achilles mm-hmm. injured and I was like, I remember being just so upset that I couldn't rollerblade. Mm-hmm. Could care less about the basketball mm-hmm. shit. And I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do anything else but this. Like, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was, then it was off to the races. Then it was off to the races. You had to put basketball to the side. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that stuff, it's just like everything kind of just falls to the side. And you're like, it's not as important as mm-hmm. rollerblading. <laughs> mm-hmm. So much more fun and free. So. I would have never put you as a basketball. I know. Guy. I, I was not good. I was too. never good, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was not a star. For believe me. Yeah. No. Put you but, with the shorts on, the tank top, the but, high socks. But he had heart. He was that dude that no. would just drive it to the to the hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the hole, ball. Just drive to the, the hole. To the hole. <laughs> ball, just drive it to the hole and then just pass it to Simmons. Simmons. I just wanted to make up a last name. It sounds like a pretty neutral one. It's a good one. Yeah. So that's cool, man. Like, um, yeah, like Choli and all those guys were like, so th- was this during like the Peld era? Oh, uh, yeah. They were well into it and, and so m- much further advanced 
of skaters than I was, you know, up until, like I said, like I, by the time I was 15 or 16 is that's when I started to hang out and skate with Mike. Cause I think we we would run into each other at this, they built, so they shut down that wooden skate park and we had nothing for, I don't know, a couple years at least. And uh, I would just skate this like red curb by my house and try to street skate, really had no friends to skate with still. And then uh, when they built the cement skate park in Reno, that's when I started to meet like buddies to skate with. And, and then, yeah, I'd skate with Choli eventually. He was so good though. He was so much better than me. Like, but he liked me, so mm-hmm. I could skate with him. I was gonna say, as long as he was like chill with like skating with you, like he wasn't like didn't see you as like a grom or something like that. Yeah, I, I guess not. I mean, maybe he did, but Choli, <laughs> he's got his problems too. <laughs> <laughs> he's not perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was definitely a grom, but yeah, they were they were such good guys always. Actually, one. There was one, I love, like, they're all the greatest. And I remember one time gromming out with Mikey Burke, and I was asking him a bunch of questions about his skates, and he was like, uh, okay, like, or something. He was like, enough questions, kid, or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he just laid yeah. it down on you. That's yeah, the he, little brother, too. Man. He was, like, yeah, yeah. 15 or something, and I was, like I said, I was probably, like, nine at that point. I don't yeah. know. Like, But they're, yeah, those they were really good to me always, other than that, you know. Like, yeah, other than that moment. Boys. Yeah, it was one time, but, like, yeah. They, they had my back and we were skating. That's cool, man. Um, I know, and I wanted to kind of get into, um, you ended up pretty young. And I, so I guess it wouldn't be too long after like this whole experience, like when you're getting up, becoming friends with Mike Choley and, and the Burks and skating, you ended up moving into a house with, was it Pat Lennon, Eric Bailey? Was it something like that? I didn't move in with them because I was still in high school. Okay. I was a, sophomore or junior i think i was a junior or something choli eric bailey eric's girlfriend katie and um pat lennon got a house together in reno and uh they lived there for a little over a year and and that was my introduction to those two guys pat and eric and then uh everyone that would come to visit in town too like there's so many dudes that came through but uh that was when skating really kind of got even more serious, I felt like, because they were so good, and I was in with them, and um, they were filming for Pat's video, Them Apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd art, I think it was, yeah, it was Them Apples, the one with the, like, Ben Weiss and the Choli section, and yeah, so they were doing that, and that was, like, big you know yeah i was was hanging out with them and and they were all out of high school i think bailey might have been just out or i think he did his i don't know what bales did Mm -hmm. but he was young he was like 18 at the time choli too choli was like maybe 18 or 19 well i was like 16 bailey was taking skating serious pretty early if i remember correctly oh yeah he was he was like doing some world traveling at like 15 and 16 and stuff like that yeah he was but i i feel like he wasn't known yet he wasn't really known until yeah. after that video. I feel. I, I mean, he was in maybe Daily Breads and some other videos, but I didn't know who Eric was until I met him, and then that oh, section really? came out. No, you uh-uh. didn't know who, you, who was till you met him. Uh uh-uh. uh 
Wow. No. See, I, I actually, because he won like the New York Nissan in 2000. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't remember what year it was, but I remember, yeah. Yeah, and we were 16 then. <clears throat> so, cool. yeah, we were 16, and he must have been 16 because we're the same age. <laughs> and, yeah, he just went, and it was like smoked John Bergeron. <laughs> yeah, smoked, yeah, he yeah. smoked us. But Always like, a savage. Not only Always just us. So good. Like, John Bergeron was ripping this comp and he the Bergenator? the Bergenator. <laughs> the he, robot dude, what he, they call him? yeah i've never heard any of those names dude he beat <laughs> roundhouse john in the competition man who's roundhouse oh roundhouse john, <laughs> roundhouse john. <laughs> yeah john claude van damme yeah, yeah. john claude van bergeron dude. He, so he beat him which was like a risk you know you, you don't want to piss him off you know he beat richie velasquez when really uh-huh. richie velasquez yeah. new york secret weapon yeah. like the prime of the secret secret weapon so I know. I obviously knew of him from from back then. Park killers, those two dudes. Insane, yeah, yeah. yeah. Flipping uh, over everything and stuff. But it's crazy. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't know uh, Bailey till you met him. So I uh-uh. guess you met these guys through Choli, right? Yeah, um, Choli and Pat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Bales was the big up and comer. It's such and a crazy like to it. <laughs> yeah, right. It's such a crazy thing that like um, they all. Move to Reno out of all places. It just well, seems like a random. I, I, I was gonna come why. to that point. Like why? Yeah. How did I went into Reno? Well, Pat, you know, was from Redwood City, and Reno is about four, four and a half hours from there. And he was, he and Mike had met years before through contests and skating and stuff. And uh, Pat was, I guess, always into snowboarding, and Choli was a big skier. And so they were like, oh, we can be like slope buddies you know like let's skate and ski together so like they became friends and then yeah i kind of i think pat came to visit one time and he brought sean colin and like i met pat and sean when i was 15 or the skate park and and then they like developed the idea to move to reno because pat was a pro skater living off of whatever that was at the time k2 or something right? yeah, yeah and whatever else and reno was much i think cheaper to live and have a place than the bay mm-hmm. even Definitely. then too and uh so they were like yeah we'll ski and we'll skate and you know pat loved uh trolley skating so yeah so and then they brought live with them i never lived with them no i lived at my folks house in reno which yeah okay i don't but know why i thought you lived there i yeah no i never lived there Did you I, stay there a bit or hang out I'd, a lot? yeah i'd hang out a lot yeah i would hang out a lot and that was cool it was, it was you know i felt cool to hang out with the older dudes and I'm in high school. It's like did uh, that like change the Reno it. scene? Having yeah, uh, those it was guys in town, big time. Because it was like perfect timing, really. Because like all the buddies that I grew up skating with had sort of tapered off and weren't weren't really into it and weren't doing it anymore. Um, and then those guys came to town and it kind of revived the whole. Choli actually wasn't even in Reno for like a year, and then he came back because of that. Um, to live with Pat and Eric and and then Eric Burke also came back to Reno I think he was living somewhere else and so then we had like a crew and we'd skate together mm-hmm. so um, I, I have clips in Pat's that video them apples but you know no credit so was that was that the first one <laughs> was that was it the apple no his he dude him and Sean made like two or three before that I think there was chaos eternity chaos right. with the Dre that. Powell section yep so unreal mm-hmm. and and so good your buddy that i met when i was in new york jesus mm-hmm. medina right mm-hmm, he it. he had killer clips in those videos yeah yeah old yeah and uh, sean stayed with them for a while sean stayed in spanish harlem with uh jesus. Did he? i don't remember that. yeah for like a month yeah it's crazy <laughs> sean is everywhere man 
Mm. Yeah, he was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. It's just super interesting to have like that influence of those guys coming down to your city and having that friendship. I could see that being a huge motivator, especially with Bailey at the time and and those guys. There were some big motivator. Yeah. Some of the clips that were shot in that city. I mean, I, mm. I, I would imagine that it would probably be like a good idea to move there too. Like, hey, let's just like go to this city that like is kind of fresh and just like kind of like just rip it for like a year or something. I can see that being a so, good, yeah, great idea yeah. for rollerbladers. If you're a young rollerblader and you've got buddies and you guys want to go skate, move to a new city, I think take over, you get town. a lot done. Take yeah. Over yeah. Town. Like let's go live in wherever for a year and film skating. Like, yeah. It's a good idea. Like Omaha, bro. Dude. Omaha. I, when I drove across country, <laughs> I mean, all those towns have so many great spots. Yeah. Yeah. How how was that Omaha route? Because you recently just skated that legendary Dave Kolash rail, the whatever, however long it is, like one of the longest rails ever done. Oh, you skated it? Yeah, you didn't see that? I didn't see the clip. Soul grinded it. Ah, how long did it take? How long? Yeah. Dude. So, (laughs) uh, took me, I was at the spot set up skating for maybe three hours, like, but I had little breaks. Um, I had to get water. I had to like, I was filming with my phone. I had my phone set up like in the field and the phone died and I had to go get my uh, little uh, external battery and those, and set that up so I could keep the filming going. Had to go take a Sandy Hut break by my help. Well, me and Dusty. <laughs> and and, and uh, yeah. And it, uh, it was on the way to New York, right? Yes, on the way. And um, so I had like a couple breaks. I had to like hike across the field to use the Sandy Hut. You know, I had to, you got to do the skate saver every once in a while. The Sandy Hut? There was a bath, uh, the bathroom, you know. What did you call them? They're called Sandy Huts. <laughs> a, a porta potty? Yeah, porta potty. Oh, I guess okay. like, well, there's a company maybe that's called oh, Sandy yeah, Hut. Okay. So oh, okay. I always call them Sandy Huts. I don't know. Okay, so. cool. That's a nicer name than porta potty. I think it sounds. Isn't porta potty the name also? Like the ones that is it like a, br- I think uh, just a brand. I, yeah I don't know maybe <laughs> I, could, I could not tell you this toilet a, yeah. a portable toilet yeah, yeah. yeah okay so go ahead. So I used that, I like had to get water, you know, it was hot. It was like the sun's beating down on me midday. Um, And I was talking to the neighbor, the guy that lived at the top of the hill, right on top of the rail. Mm. He had seen Dave Kolosh and his mom skated. I mean, his mom would film Dave Mm. in the 90s. And he's like, I I remember seeing that kid come here every weekend with his ma, you know? Yeah. That's so crazy, right? And he was like, I remember the first guy that did it. And he's telling me about other skaters that came and would camp out and like spend the weekend there and skate the rail. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no one's ever done it in, in like under three, four hours. He goes, nobody what? like he goes, Oh yeah. So you know, if you, anyone thinks they got it first, try prove it. I, I want to see I, that. I, I got dude. it first try. Dude, I bet Tree. I bet I, 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 and Tree. I, I bet Tree like, Tree did it first try. Yeah, yeah he just put up like some cool edited version of him hitting that rail like two days God, ago. I feel like a schmuck now. Hey man, dude. I mean, that just seems like a rail hard to do. Yeah, so, in general. Yeah, it's a beast, and the fact that Dave Kolosh did it so long ago, so yeah. impressive. And right. he, I think he, I believe he front sided it. He front sided it or backside. So, backside. I can't remember. I don't There's, remember either. But anyhow, I went to do backside because that's my go-to for balance on long rails. I think front side, backside's the easiest, mm-hmm. but I was going so fast and my back foot came out of the groove and I tumbled like head over heels backwards, like down the hill and hit my, sh- dude, it was so scary. And I was like, I can't do backside. That's 
I don't want to. I don't want to do that again. Like that <laughs> yeah, was like yeah. an, a freak accident. So and I was like, I'll soul grind it and soling it. You know, I was sticking, so I had to wax it. And I can't do the sit down soul. Like oh, yeah, that I feel was, like you can do that yeah, really we well. Talked about that, yeah. Yeah, where you just crouch and you're like in the safety zone. Mm -hmm. I have to stand on it or else, and like be up, mm -hmm. or I can't really hold my balance. Yeah. I don't know how people do that how, low. How far down the rail were you with the? The front side, or the back, back side, side. So you got rocked. I was about halfway, and it was like my third attempt, like third time jumping on it. So definitely Fly. easier. Halfway is fast as fuck, too, on that Dude, ride. so fast. Look at that clip. Like, it's hard to tell how fast Did I was going. Did you post going. the fall? Uh, the, the back side fall? No, I didn't. I think I erased it because, uh, yeah. Uh -uh. It was a burn. Yeah, it yeah. smoked my knee, though. I, like, really? yeah, you know, rubbed my knee raw, like, on the rail or whatever. The doggies. Um, we got pups. Okay. Do they got the... Do, do, Mariah, do you mind taking that toy from Bella? Because she might be... If she has it, <laughs> thanks. She's the puppy whisperer. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, you know what's actually funny about the story? You said you're talking to the neighbor. I find that very super interesting. Nice guy brought me a Gatorade. He's like so what? nice. Just Midwest. Like, dude, the people in this country are so nice. Like, yeah. everywhere I went. Every state. Every city. New York City. They're, they're You know, the people always say, oh, they're like... They're rude. They don't have time for you. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. Dude, everyone in New York was so cool. Like, yeah. I think if you wrong somebody, they're yeah. going to set you straight fast. Yeah. But, yeah. like, but if you come were, respectful, yeah. then. Mm -hmm. You know, respectful. yeah, like, because you just did a trip across the country. And I do want to get into that. But um, before we get into that, I want to. Um, Talk about you talking to the neighbor at oh, the yeah. at the what's that rail called? Two ninety four, I think. Two ninety four. Is that what it's actually called? I think it's called the two ninety four. <clears throat> so it's two hundred ninety four oh. feet. I think so. Okay, oh, so okay. The, yeah. the two ninety four. Now we know how long it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, so, dude. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. No, just uh, what's his name? Bender, mm -hmm. I believe. Not Adam Bender. Luke, Luke Bender. Luke Bender. He, he I gotta it. give. Yes. Oh he, yeah. He oh, rough, rough mizzed it, and, he, and I have to thank him because that was the guy that gave me the coordinates. I when I stopped in Colorado. And I did their, they have a Wednesday night weekly like rec skate that will have like 70 people show up yeah. rollerblading and roller skating too. But he was the one It was like, oh, you're going across country. You're going to go to Omaha. And he gave me the coordinates. So that's cool. Thank you. Um, yeah. Huge shout out Luke Bender, uh, Adam Bender, Blade Royalty, Skate Naked. Let's see that Mizzou. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is. That's cool. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I find it interesting Which because insane, Mike yeah. McMullen, who does like the Sunday brunch, mm -hmm. the official Sunday brunch, he just did like a cross country drive too. Like he went down mm -hmm. around south, drove up to the east coast, wow. Cape Cod, then came back around north. Mm -hmm. And on the way coming back down north, he was at the rail and he found went went to the rail in Omaha. Same one. And he said it was there in the morning, and he was uh, he was looking at it, and then he saw like the neighbors come out of the house, like they were like he said two neighbors were like looking at him, just looking at it, and he was like ah, like they were looking at me kind of weird. I, I don't feel like. They I should do care. it in front of their house and anything mm. like that. But it's just interesting to hear, like, if he would like went up and been like, yeah. "Hey, he would have got like this story behind yeah, it." Like, and like, did he skate it? No, because he said oh, he went there, but like the, the neighbors yeah. he said were staring, like looking kind of hard. It was early in the morning, so he sure, didn't want to like start sure. creating like a, yeah. a, a a ruckus. And they were like, he's, he's like, oh, "I'm not from here. This isn't my place." But like you said, if you know, go up, you probably hear the story of Dave. He Kalash was like rooting me on, the original guy. Yeah, he was rooting me on, really. Like watching, he was doing his lawn, and then he was. We started <laughs> talking, and his other neighbor came out, and we were talking to him. Like it was just cool. Yeah, good experience. I wouldn't expect cool. that just because. I figured like, it's like a nice, probably a little quiet Omaha town. You know, you don't want people coming in from like out of state to like jump on a rail yeah. or like probably scream and curse and get frustrated and right. stuff like that. Right. But that, to hear that is the opposite. It's, it's pretty cool. 
It was, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it it could have gone either way. That's, for, a, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. It's just but, funny, like your own like assumptions and, and thoughts into yeah. like what something could be. But like you would like mm-hmm. that's you me could, coming from New York, thinking that. Yeah, mm-hmm. be like, oh, someone's in front of my house. You know, yeah. 25 years with this yeah. stuff. Like yeah. you know, <laughs> it's been like oh, it's like, been done already. Dave Kolesh did it 30 years ago. <laughs> Imagine the person's like maybe like let's just say they're 60 years old. They've been like living there since they're like you know maybe yeah. let's say they grew 30, up in the house. Yeah. Never seen any commotion like this. Come yeah. 1995. Oh yeah, people are just coming from. All over the world and he's yeah. like what is this phenomenon what is going on yeah. um that person witnessed the birth of street skating yeah and like to what it is today which is well historic spot as well look yeah. at that it's like an iconic uh, iconic oh. historic it was like, on mtv right they put it on mtv like when he did it mm-hmm. dave kolosh i could i, I think i think, think so was, yeah yeah I mean, a lot of that hoax big. too it was footage all over. wasn't mtv mm-hmm. so. i mean that's okay. probably why they remember it too for like a local Omaha place to be like, oh, my like neighborhood's on MTV. Like, what the right. hell? You know? Yeah. That is pretty cool. Dave Kolesh made Omaha what it is today. He did. <laughs> he did. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, the, the Shifty Royale. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I mm-hmm. think he invented the Shifty yeah. Royale. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, which, which, which is just so tell me what does shifty mean just being way down on your boot okay so pr- prior to like just jumping onto the royale the idea was like you do a front side that slides into this royale oh, because because it was thought like they couldn't like jump on and balance it then just because like the idea wasn't Physics. kind of conquered at that point <laughs> so they just jump on front yeah. side and slip it into royale Dude, and it was what cool. a kook i am i don't even know that like well, it's in hoax that? too it, it's um Jeez. you know you're not a kook man you're yeah. just, uh, it's it's you know a lot of the the things that we didn't know, so it's 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 good to go through that. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, let's talk about your drive across the country. Sure. Yeah. What what was that like, and then what inspired that? Uh, so I've been on unemployment for over a year because I lost my job teaching, and it was just something I wanted to do because I know I'm gonna go back to working here again soon, and. I, I wanted to do the Bashi Pope, and I, I just have never driven across the country. I wanted to see all of it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a goal, and we were doing the Colorado road trip also with uh, the San Diego boys, mm-hmm. so I went to that first, and I also met my dad in Colorado, and we camped, which was great because I haven't done anything like that with my dad and since I was a kid, really, a camp out like in Colorado too yeah so he he which was a drive for him because he you know like runs his own business in Reno and Mm -hmm. he uh but there was fires like crazy fires happening and he was getting smoked out and he was like I'm out of here I'm coming to meet you and I was like oh cool all right so camped out with him skated with the Colorado road trip uh with all those people which is a great experience if if was it your first one no First one was in 2004 with uh, Ryan Schutte, Dan Blesta, and Chris Peel. Yeah, wow. From yeah. Oh, geez. Dude, in a, like a little small little sedan, Corolla, I don't know, somebody's little car. We were just in there with the tent, and it just jumped in, and that wow. was a great time. Yeah. OG. Uh, so not only was it not your first one, but you're like an OG. I haven't done it. In a, yeah, since then. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say I'm an OG, but the because I think that – event has been happening for Since long time yeah or something really like that, it's like yeah. the longest wow. running rollerblade event supposedly that in the wow. windy it passed city 20 years a couple years ago so that's pretty cool yeah it's beautiful so like that was the start of the trip and you know i have this 21 year old astro van and i put a bed in there and i put a fan in the roof and i was like i have you know i don't need to get 
a place to stay. I can camp. I'm going across the country. You know, I want to do it. And I'd never been to New York City, which is <laughs> big, you know, to, to not, I, I'm 36. I'd never been there. I had tickets once when I was in my 20s, but I broke my ankle uh, mm. like a week before the ticket. Uh. And uh, yeah, so I couldn't go. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to see the country. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, especially as a skater too, to have never gone to New York City, like we were talking about yeah, before, right. with like the Omaha Rail. There's just like such like a history. rich history of like the things that we've watched mm-hmm. and being like being able to go. Sure. So was it like direct a straight shot to New York after Omaha? Kinda, yeah. I mean, I stopped and slept on the uh, the rest stops, but I didn't do any skating i don't think after that because you were about to go to spain and in a few days and i didn't want to show up in new york with you know and just be like oh what do i do like Mm -hmm. because i knew that you'd be like yeah you can stay here Mm -hmm. and so that was great that i rushed it and got there before because i got to hook up with all y'all and skate some just see staten island Mm -hmm. hang out you know brooklyn Get some pizza. Get some pizza. pizza. You know how we do. Yeah. <laughs> get the, you know, the full experience yeah. from the locals. That's cool. Yeah. How'd you find it? Loved it. Yeah? Great. Great city. It was, uh, yeah, it's just so massive. <laughs> it's so massive. Yeah, it's so big. Yeah. Uh, you know, so much you still didn't see, too. Oh, yeah, like, dude. I've, oh, man. This is embarrassing. I didn't even see the Statue of Liberty. Like, I didn't even see that. I, I walked around. I crushed Brooklyn. I did, like, so many walks. <laughs> oh, I, I feel like I saw a lot Brooklyn, of Brooklyn. Yeah. And I, I walked over the bridge into Manhattan, walked around Manhattan. Um, but there's so much to see. Mm-hmm. You can see this. So much. Do you take the Brooklyn Bridge? Yes. Or Brooklyn or Williamsburg. Oh, Williamsburg. Whichever one had a, it was a really nice, like, pedestrian Bike. bridge. People biking. Yeah, r- it's walking. most likely the Williamsburg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was cool. That is cool. Yeah. Cool, man. And uh, then you ended up shooting back after that. How was the trip back? So after that, so my girl, my fiance, she met me. She flew out and uh, came to New York. She came to Bashi with me, helped me a lot. Sick. Yeah. Uh, we sold jeans, the dusty denim. And then uh, I, yeah, we drove back together and stopped in Cleveland, went to the... Cleveland, what's it called? Um, King of Cleveland. King of Cleveland. And it was so great because on the way there, I was, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm, I want to see, you know, do some sightseeing or whatever and go with her, but I still wanted to skate and like, you know, what's going on? And I like stumbled upon this Instagram page that was Blade Events or Blade Calendar. Oh, yeah. And I was, it's like, oh, Blade Cleveland. And, th- and I was like, dude, that's next weekend. I'm going there mm-hmm. to this contest. So, Sick. yeah. And I had never been to Cleveland and, um, really nice people and uh skated that event that was good uh and then i got covid at (laughs) that or right after that Mm. um that laid me out that kind of ruined the the trip from there you got covid when you were on the road still yes so that's horrible so we did the contest and the day after the contest my chick and i were posted up at the great lakes like with probably some beautiful spot so lakes, pretty yeah. man it's so pretty dude they it's nice so we're sitting there relaxing had a good day went to this campsite to camp out and uh i woke up that night with a fever and had covid you know i was out of it like 
felt like I was dying. Really, you know? really bad, oh, huh? It was bad. Yeah, I mean, it was like a flu, but for me, it was. And, uh, but it, you know, it's not fun. I didn't feel good for like mm -hmm. six, seven days and smoked. And, and so she like kind of babied me at the campsite for a few days, but she had to get home. So we couldn't do the whole trip together because mm -hmm. she had to get back to her dog. So she jumped on a plane in Chicago and then and you were still sick. I was recovering. I was like getting the better. The worst of it was done. The worst of it was done. Yeah. And, and so then after that, I was like, dude, I just want to get home. Sort of. Mm -hmm. I like kind of just like grinded it home and drove and slept and ate <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like yeah uh, at least you were able to like isolate yourself or quarantine like self-quarantine sure. by day, driving in a van cross country as like as best i could yeah, yeah. you I know mean, i was definitely when i knew that i was sick or recovering excuse me i was really aware at that point to be like i'm always gonna wear this mask because mm -hmm. That's the whole point of them is to prevent the yeah whatever the you know spread spread if you've got it right I guess so mm -hmm. I followed that and then once I was recovered I was like later yeah. <laughs> <laughs> later yeah. good to see you're better now though. yeah thank you yeah um yeah so you you were <laughs> took a while dude it yeah. lingered no Definitely you told lingered. me you told me you got beat up pretty hard yeah. So, yeah well I'm glad you made a full recovery thank you yeah me too <laughs> yeah. I could see, like you know, especially with the news and everything, people could get freaked if they if you get yeah. that, you know, you're just, mm -hmm. like start feeling bad. I mean, anytime you get sick, you're like, oh, am I dying? What's happening? <laughs> right, <You know>? yeah. <laughs> like, it's the worst. Doing Google searches and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I have this. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sneezing. Oh, I'm gonna die next week. <laughs> right, I, I feel like right. just because we're having this conversation, YouTube's gonna put like a warning below, like <laughs> maybe yeah. COVID information. Let's change yeah. the subject. Maybe, yeah. Fuck COVID, dude. Yeah, let's do it. Exactly. We're skipping out of God. <laughs> um, so you were saying that you went to the BPSO for the first time, and you and you so had a cool. table, and you were working the table. Mm -hmm. So you're doing uh, dusty denim, and I want yes. to talk to you about that because. I got this really cool dusty denim shirt. I also have made in uh, LA. I also have a pair of the pants, which are really good pants. And I gotta be honest, like I'm not huge on like, like uh, kind of like thicker style pants, but these aren't that. These are like nice fitting pants, and I'm usually like skating in shorts if it's too hot. Yeah, I get hot. You know, mm. that's what happens when you get when you, <laughs> we get, just when you, about when this you get older. You yeah. know what I mean? You apparently, just gotta, <laughs> apparently, yeah, exactly. I have, I have hot flashes, but um, huh. I, I think um, well, I was trying them on and they're great. And so I wanted to talk to you about uh, how you got started into that. And I know you brought a couple pairs. If yeah, you, if you wanna. Um, show them. Yeah. So another thing that kind of beautiful thing about i feel like one of the sorry to bring it up again one of the no. good things about covid and the pandemic and all that was i think a lot of people got to do new things and and think in new ways and you know you find the good in the bad maybe you lost your job that was my case and so i, I was like what am i gonna do what do i want to do man and i had this idea because no one's made jeans or even pants for a while in skating and we haven't had it for a long time. And uh, I was like, that would be really fun to do because I, I think it was a need. And I was right because mm -hmm. John Julio makes pants and he is a smart guy. <laughs> He's a, he knows, you know, so I wasn't too far off. Like there's people. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, so these are my jeans and dusty denim. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep it going. Can you, I guess so you I'm can't up to see this it. Camera. Yeah, here you go. So... They are selvage jeans. They're good jeans. I, 
you know, I didn't know everything about genes. I still don't, but learning. I like, yeah. I was going to ask if you had like yeah. a background in any kind of no. fashion or threads or I don't know what you would call it. Negative. But <laughs> nothing no, at all. Nothing. You're just like, I've been wearing pants my whole life. <laughs> I know something about pants. I got 35 years of pant experience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, go to the thrift store to get pants for skating or Walmart. That was my go-to. Thrift yeah. store and Walmart, you know, and it's like, I felt like there's, there is a market. Mm. People, the blade have jobs and will support other rollerbladers i think that if you come up with a product mm -hmm. yeah so you know it's better than like oh i'm gonna go buy 20 dollars dickies right dude why you're yeah. giving your money to walmart and dickies and skateboarding which it's not a bad deal but they don't care about rollerblading yeah. they're not they're not rollerbladers they're not putting any money into rollerblading and they're not it's like later yeah no that's 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 a, that's a huge thing that i think it's important for like us to like really express to the community and get those ideas across like i think one of the things that like and it's i, I hate to make like the obvious comparison like as always we make between like skateboarding or bmx or like these sure, other industries sure. but i think uh what works really well about those industries is every you can you can have your whole wardrobe your a lot of things like just all in-house everything uh, you can find like a lot of, you know, your people who you hire for whatever various things. Like there's so much industry within that. So like you can have, you can put your money and support there. So, yeah, I mean, I think if there's, uh, you know, a company that has, whether it's jeans or if it's like, you know, clothes, hats, gear, backpacks, things like that. It's, it's cool to have things that like you can put back into skating because if we're all supporting each other, just we collectively grow. And I think uh, that's just like a huge importance. And like you said, it's important. like if, you said, it's like uh, there were jeans before sure but there's, there's and, and there's there's still are jeans mm -hmm. oh you mean for skating there yeah, were jeans no, before yeah. yeah they're always england clothing right. never had those mm -hmm. jeans fiction jeans never had those either senate senate, senate. Mm -hmm. never had those always wanted them senate always wanted them. Yeah. all of them but mm -hmm. i never got a pair and like i th i don't i forget what they cost i feel like they were expensive they were yeah expensive, they're like yeah. 60 right? bucks or yeah. something like that yeah, yeah. so that back in the 90s yeah, yeah so yeah. that's that was, was a huge lot of denim those, it was like a lot of them in those pants those things were huge were they yeah <laughs> like the like ultra wides the center ultra wides mm -hmm. that was like three pairs of pants worth of denim in one <laughs> those things are huge wow you had them then uh, no were, i didn't oh. they were too expensive <laughs> i was also eight years old so they didn't make them in my size <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um right. but yeah it's like i skating hasn't had like a fashion or a clothing type of brand in a while I guess Vibralux was kind of the last bit, one. The last big one that I could think of was Vibralux. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's been even it's that like a long years. time since Vibralux has come out with a line of clothes or yeah. pants mm -hmm. or anything like that. They become more of like a media brand mm -hmm. than anything else. Cool. So I don't know why the reason is, but skating sure. could use more of that because fashion is a good look. And I feel like totally. skating's going that way anyway, especially with what like them is mm -hmm. doing with mm -hmm. uh, brain dead and stuff like that. So, so cool. Other. Yeah, clothing brands should come up everyone's starting like a wheel company frame company skate company yep. mm -hmm. like there should be other you know well, well, hold on hold it, your yeah. horses don't yeah. it nobody start one until i'm kind of more uh yeah. set up here yeah just, just hold on just hold, hold on. on wait a second just, hang on, let's these are these are excellent quality <laughs> pants though these are like Thanks. i'm yeah, not yeah. even just saying that like these are like really are. good no, skate good. pants too especially so so i think people yeah. can also come down to the blade cup and you have a booth they can see I these will. jeans mm -hmm. they can come get these jeans if they're not at the blade cup where can they go to get them uh instagram dusty denim you can hit the link go to the store i think yeah so you can order them Blade Cup will be much cheaper. No, I'm not going to charge tax. 
Tax free at Blade Cup. Tax free. No shipping, no tax. Come and get me. Get it right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Check, Check him at the booth. Check yeah, him out the so booth. You'll save money there. Catch him outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool, man. And uh, I think, like I said, like I'm, I'm skating the pants. Um, cool. And they're they're really good to skate, and you should actually like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you have a pair, but you should try check and, them and out. I think with like skate pants too, is like this looks like it's good quality. It won't like really rip and stuff like that. You know, everyone's destroying their pants. You yeah, know? that's like thing you need with skate pants. I'm sure. I don't know how your Walmart pants were in the past, but I feel like they wouldn't last too but long. They're Walmart pants. Yeah, yeah. 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 They were twelve bucks. They're, they're twelve dollars. Like yeah. they're tough to beat. So I don't hold it against anyone that doesn't want to cough up, you know, sixty, seventy bucks to buy rollerblading clothing mm-hmm. i i totally get it like but no, no ju- but like, no it's cool to support though too. very cool it's yeah. it's yeah it's much cooler if you do no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know be cool if you did yeah <laughs> but it's i understand it's not for everybody you know where it's like you gotta make it work no but it is for everybody so it is for everybody. Okay. So, so, yeah, so. Like you're a good salesman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it is. Yeah, so it's cool. It's cool. But um, so yeah, if you're down at the Blade Cup this weekend, let's yeah. check, stop by the Dusty Denim booth yeah. at least to check it out. Like mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you. support this man because he's like, been in our industry for a long time. He's mm-hmm. putting out great products, and that's what we Thanks. need. We need quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, so um, yeah. I'm happy we got to touch on that. I just want to say yeah. thank you too to anyone that has bought a pair. It that's cool and really, I appreciate it and. Hope you like your dusties. Sweet. Dusties. Yeah. I like mine. So shout out. Hell yeah. But um, yeah. I actually wanted to talk to you. Um, I'm glad we got to discuss that. I wanted to talk to you a bit about your like skate, uh, your way of thinking, if you will, because I've, I've seen you for a while um, at, as a skater and more recently, like you've evolved into this doing the switch and natural with a lot of stuff, like really mastering yeah, like and like the difficult switch and naturals, like you know what I mean. Not just like switch soul grind or like switch yeah, Alib soul, tricks. the soya ones, <laughs> yeah. like the tough ones, like the switch backslides, like switch Alib fish brains. So switch true fish. Switch true. I you guys switch true fish. One. It's in my section. Yeah, I do switch. I thought it was. I remember Alib. The last I one I just. Spin. I did both. I did Alib fish both ways and true fish both ways. <sighs> true Alib fish, uh, I had done before, down a handrail, but. True fish both ways. I had never done. That's gnarly. This, that last part I just did. Which last part? Uh, the dusty denim part that uh, is on Ricardo Lino's YouTube, and Kevin Brinkman edited it. Okay. My friend, good friend, Kevin. We got to put the link to that in the in the that's description. That's a legit edit too. Yeah, we got to put. Thank you. I mean, if he's another true a blessing that came from this whole craziness of the time that we've been in because I was out of work mm-hmm. and it was like, what am I going to do every day? I'm going to skate. Let's go skate, boys. I'd just be like, I'm yeah. on unemployment. Let's skate. Yeah. Get the camera out, dude. <laughs> Let's go. I think a, I think a oh lot of God. people were on that to yeah. advantage yeah. of that. Yeah. It's like one of the best things ever. Like, you know, never had that. Break from work in my adulthood, uh, getting a paycheck, like to just screw off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I took advantage. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. But the switch yeah, and natural. What brought stuff. that about? Like, uh, was there like someone or something, or what made you wanna? So, I've always skated both ways, fairly well, and uh, it kind of I think developed because I was always drawn to that. When I'd see it in videos, VG used to always have a switch section. Mm-hmm. What they called it? Oh yeah, unnatural, unnatural, unnatural yeah. and and um, you know guys like Eric Shrine and John Julio. Uh, Steph definitely stood out 
to me and I I loved seeing that. Like I remember seeing the Eric Shrine soul grind both ways down City College mm-hmm. and the kink rail it's like a big kink rail and i think he soul grinded it both ways i'm pretty sure he did a lot of things both ways yeah yeah excuse me and him and especially julio of that era like that time julio too was a master of it and i think it's a thing it's a skill that rollerbladers sometimes would overlook and 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 like for me i i maybe it's like an ocd thing almost but like i i would skate this red curb growing up and just go back and forth and I'd be like, soul grind. Okay, I'm gonna do one this way now. And then Royale, I wanna do one this way. And it just kind of snowballed. And uh, I I think um, getting it on camera, this last section was big for me because I've always been able to do a lot of switch stuff, but I didn't always get it out there and show it like, look, here and that was kind of the point of that part i was mm-hmm. like i want to show everyone like i'm gonna do this and this both ways bam mm-hmm. bam so that's like master level like when you're doing things like there's like certain levels and there's levels to everything mm-hmm. but when you're like starting to like master the one aspect of your skating so well you start going to the unnatural right. aspect and then mastering that that's that's really sick like you know like you said uh, a lot of guys do it i think too sorry to cut you off n- no yeah, no like i i and you can you can go on uh so like Shr- uh stockwell mm-hmm. i know skates both ways really well yep. he looks over both shoulders really well too yes which is another that's even, thing. Can that's you, even can you fakie spin both ways like that yeah brandon uh, smith in the bowl over Brand, both shoulders oh, yeah he does it too Brandon smith yeah. forgot yeah he's like a wizard on yeah. that uh who else was i gonna say al, al Broscow too Mm-hmm. Full cab oh, yeah. top sole, I think, yeah. on a handrail, mm-hmm. both ways. Yeah, that's insane. Um, there's one other guy I was just, I wanted to say, oh, yeah, Rashard Johnson. Um, it, when I think of Switch True Fish, I know that he did it in a video. I think he's the first dude that I ever saw do a Switch right. True Fish brain. FOR2. It was not like mm-hmm. his best Rashard <laughs> trick. But like, he's you know how he's like, yeah, swag fish, is, like, can be. Yeah, like, yeah. He switched true fish and it was like kind of like, I think it was kind of wild, but yeah, yeah. still, dude, a switch true fish and yeah. it was like <laughs> tough to top. Malik like. Kamara too was also a big switch oh. natural guy from Philly. Okay, Jose, Jose, I know that name. Jose yeah, Velez too. If you remember Jose Cuervo. Oh my uh-huh. God! Yes, yeah, okay. we did switch true, go. switch true kind grinds like and hoax five. Yeah, switch like, true kind grind. Yeah, oh, dude. both ways. Like, I can't do that. Yeah, like can't, like too much rapping. It's you like, did the true fish. That's even harder. Nah, dude. True, true kind is harder because it's like you've got to like lock that other foot and you have to wrap it around. It's more of a like. Tr- I don't know. I think it's more I, of a I guess throw. it's preference. Yeah, it's preference. I yeah, I think it's, it is a preference. But 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 Both I, of death. <laughs> yeah. But, but I agree. I do think that's something that is quite often overlooked yeah. in skating. Mm-hmm. Like the just that like the difficulty because c- sometimes there's like yeah. the flashy trick, or like the, the the one that could like draw attention, or sometimes like maybe like the more trick that's relevant to the times, like in the style mm-hmm. of skating, like little nuanced like things that could be like added to like um, skating, but. Yeah, like those classic, like doing things both ways. It's just like a refreshing mm-hmm. feeling to see that. Like, because it's like something that could easily be, well, not forgotten, but like you said, overlooked or neglected. It's and not that, a flashy. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's not, it's it's not, not a, a hurricane fish or yeah. a 360 true fit. It's like, yeah, it's a little more. Yeah, it's it's like for the skater skater like who like notice those kind of things and like yeah. like you said about like Richard's true fish and FOR two when he did it. I th- he some did people might not TTA, have noticed it. Switch yeah. true fish and like you said, mm-hmm. if you didn't notice TTA, it, yeah. you're like, no, oh, it's a little, yeah. it's a little slop. But There's like, a reason for it. But if right. you know, you're like, oh wow, like that was switch. So yeah. I think that's cool that aspect. I feel like that's a whole different level of skating doing switch tricks and people don't. 
more. I think like it's more of like an old school thing to do switch tricks. I don't know why. You mentioned like even Maybe. the VG like unnatural section like, but videos don't do that anymore, obviously. <laughs> but I feel like more newer school skaters <laughs> don't practice their switch tricks. But it opens up a hole because they just want to go from like A to Z. You know, they just mm -hmm. want to go straight to like like you said the. I want to do a hard like trick. That. I want to impress everyone. Yeah, with this right, really, really, exactly. yeah. But you forget that learning switch tricks helps you out so much in a completely different way that's o easily overlooked. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot yeah. of fun. It's a whole nother thing. It's like you get to relearn. Mm -hmm. Like the, the fun of skating is learning tricks yes. and you get to relearn like, oh, how do I roll out? Let it me makes learn you think it. so like, different. Yes. No, it, 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 it's cool. true because like there's like different functions that like each of these things serve and like you could find this even in anything. Like I think it, it can be really relatable to drumming, like mm -hmm. where you have like a few certain chops and like you look sick doing them. Mm -hmm. And then like, some people just get stuck in doing those yeah, chops. Course, mm -hmm. But if you try to learn something new, even if you've been playing for like 10, 15, 20 years, mm -hmm. you might look like you've just started. Yeah. And so like, that's the risk that you could take in blading. Like you can like mm -hmm. be confident in these things, but like, mm -hmm. you're like, wow, like this trick, like a switch roll, switch newbie. backslide. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna look like silly out there, I'm like a dork and it's gonna make me feel vulnerable or insecure. Mm -hmm. So maybe you wanna stay away. Right, from that and they thing. do. I think that's what happens. Well, I can relate yeah. to it. That's yeah. why I'm like kind of mentioning it right now mm. because it's <laughs> like, you know, you, you you like when there are times when I'm trying to learn something new, like I'll go skating with Miguel and, and Joe and they're mm. like, uh, Joe Atkinson, they're so good at bowl. Like, mm. you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I'm like not even close to them on the bowl, but like, yeah. And it's like some sometimes it'll make me when I go to the skate park with them and they're on the bowl, I'll be like wanting to go to like my natural instinct will want to skate something else in the park that's more suiting to mm -hmm. me. But I'm that I'm, you can throw down on and be like, look at me, guys. Well, Let me show you. It's not even like, <laughs> right. well, I think it might be combined with a look at me, but it's also like something that you feel more comfortable having right. fun on. Like, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Even if no one's at the park, you just feel more inclined to what go do that. What you're confident on. Ex yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, it's, exactly. I think to force yourself through that stage, yeah. which anyone can yeah. do. And, mm -hmm. and my, friend steve steinmetz has who helped me film that last section a lot he's he got into switch skating during the filming of that he was like huh like i'm gonna start learning how to skate switch now like he's been skating his whole life like mm -hmm. me he's he's you know two years older than me and he's like i'm very heavily one-footed skater right. and now he's got switch royales and soles and top soles mm -hmm. and he's he's good now mm -hmm. on it you know, so no. I, I want to see him do it on a stair rail and be like, go switch yeah. tops all that, dude. Yeah. You know? No, that's sick. It's because it's like, He's... like, like you said, it's like it opens up that like whole new door of like playing with it because. And with switch ups too. And like you can exactly. do any switch. If you do tricks both ways, you can do oh, any yeah. switch up, you know, pretty much. Th yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they're even like doors. the little ones because like I was like recently I've been having problems with like my knee ankle on the right side. So like I've been like not able to use it, but I'm still wanting to skate. So I'm just like using my left foot for yeah. things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it just really like, even if you just like get really good, that's like left yeah. your switch Royale, just, give just your body the, the amount of switch ups it opens up, like yeah. even like a really good switch Royale to like top soul, yeah. just like that yeah. kind of mm -hmm. change of motion and just playing with mm -hmm. like thoughts and ideas within like, like you just learn a new trick completely and then play with the ideas within yeah. that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it just opens up so many doors. So like, mm -hmm. I think it's a, uh, you can like, as long as you can skate 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, forever, there's always, always like something, something to learn, to yeah. learn yeah. if yeah. you want to yeah. put yourself in the place of like, sure, sometimes you're going to want to go to the park and just rip around and just like- Do just, all your old basics. Do, do your things basically. But, mm -hmm. but when you're in like the training ground, you can always like find a way to like learn something new and play with it. And that's the thing that's like really cool about it. Absolutely. You want to know what's like and, a different level? Why, you're going to say something about- 
Oh, no. I mean, I've got stuff to say, but I want to hear what you got to say. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I want to hear what you're saying. I was going to say, like, another level of that, too, was because a few weeks ago, I went to the skate park, and I skated only switched the entire day. Not Damn. one natural Oof, trick. My boy. So, That's a connection. There I mean, you go. But So I was doing that, and the hardest part, which you don't really think about, you don't really practice, is switch lines. Because uh-huh. I went to Faber, and you know, we do the curve ledge to the down ledge and stuff. Yeah. And I would do, like, the curve ledge to the other thing, and then go to the down ledge, and be like, I can't think fast enough because I don't have like huh. that natural yeah. memory. The vocabulary, of, yeah, the vocabulary well. isn't yeah. there. You have to think like, wait, what can I actually do? Not like what box, I want to do, know? but what can I actually do? Right. And that was a whole different like way of thinking too, besides just doing the switch tricks themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like, good. you know, interesting. Were you by yourself? No, someone? I was with other people too. Okay. But I like, I did one I, natural topsole stall on a quarter pipe back and just out of habit. I'm like, oh, ah, damn, that was natural. Yeah. You wanted to stick to you committed. <laughs> yeah, so I, that was the only thing yeah, I did yeah. natural, but everything else switched the entire day. But it's like, it really makes you think like your brain works in a completely different way like that. Totally. And I think just, yeah, the more practice, the better you get, just like anything, just mm-hmm. like anything mm-hmm. in life. But though, I wanted to just say the uh, skating switch, if, if you've never done it and you're wanting to start skating switch, and some people, yeah, like you said, they feel uncomfortable. They don't want to like look goofy, right? Just and so they go skate. Like that's one of the beautiful things about skating by yourself is like you go skate by yourself, like because some guys like they always want a session or they need and you go skate by yourself and just work on one thing, like do one thing that's and it. get lost in that for an hour. Mm-hmm. Your switch, whatever, or any trick. I don't know. I think yeah, skating by yourself is sometimes so it's so important mm-hmm. to skate by yourself i think put you in a different headspace for a while yeah because you do your, you know when you're with your buddies sometimes you skate differently exactly like, you do. it's not as much like and i actually had that experience um like because i just went on that trip to new york and spain and i was skating with like the the, the guys mesmer and like and they're younger guys want to show up and they're like yeah. they're we're there to get clips and stuff so you're not like in like the learning space you're right. like in like the producing space oh, yeah right. and then like after that trip i was like skating like austin and i and which is like you know i think the we've been skating space. together so long it's like that's it's like skating yeah. by myself mm-hmm. like if i wanted i could achieve the same thing where like i'm not worried about being judged and i'm like doing so i was like um, like brushing up on like the switch tricks, like switch rails, switch backslides, switch far from and torques mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And just it's, I think it's also like you can do switch torques. Yeah, that's a hard yeah. one. I well, can't like, even do that. Not on rails. Well, I think yeah. I could do it, but whatever. We'll <laughs> but but no, but it's yeah. like um, it's just like I think it's like uh, like the brushing up on those things or having that space to like. There's like the the it. polishing. It's like speaking Spanish. Like if you can speak Spanish, you haven't spoken for a while. You need to like brush up on it to have it it's just like mm-hmm. it's not something you have like you have a hammer like sure. it's in the draw it's like something that you kind of have to like keep fresh and like work on mm-hmm. but um it's cool because uh when you 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 have that space to like brush up and learn and be vulnerable and like look goofy and l- learn that you're just adding more tools to like the toolbox so it's just like having like more things to options you can bring to mm-hmm. that spot or things mm-hmm. like that so it's it's important yeah. to have both i think be able to produce when you go to the spot but also go right. by yourself have that meditational time or even if build it's, on something yeah, yeah by yourself and just like testing like oh what about this and like you said just like go like get lost in a trick for like an hour like i really like the idea of like trying like a switch royale or backside and getting like lost into Dude, it for a while because yeah. you can spin out one it's way so spin out fun. The other, look over the shoulder one way and just yeah. really test the where your body is on the space mm-hmm. yeah I, that's one of the best things about skating, I think, is just fa- failure. It's good to fail. It's good to go and get be humbled by your own your own technique, your own skills. Like to show up and fall on your ass a hundred times, mm-hmm. be like, but then get it. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, that's the best. That's so rewarding. And right. 
You don't need anyone to feel good about that. You just you doing it there by yourself. I learned how to do this. It's mm-hmm. huge. Uh, I, Aragon, I think of him when he said, I, I don't know where I heard it, but he was supposedly, he would say, Brian Aragon was like 40, I, I learn a trick and then I do it 40 times. And then I know I'm like, I've got that trick. That times. sounds like yeah, something he would say. Yeah, it's yeah. so wild. Like, really good technique. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, times, times, like, repetition. Like, oh, I got it. <laughs> no, know? repetition is. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, repetition like, is the key, though, man. Just over and over. Just beat it, huh? I guess. Yeah, yeah I think I think it is. Because it takes a long time to get to master a trick, you know? Yeah. I mm. feel like it takes a lifetime. To, yeah. Like, really. Wow. I like the switch talk. Yeah, yeah. I get that. We yeah, used to actually fun. play switch skate all the time. Yeah, which so, is like an interesting way of learning tricks, also. Yeah, I, I, it is, and like I, I like that that aspect of like the switch skate and everything like that. But I, I also like going back to your your point here about like the uh, like the humility. Because yeah. I, I I think you you can like like I was saying with like the like the drumming like you get like a few like ripping chops around that like anytime you sit in front of a group you'd be like oh but like if you try to like go into like this other genre you would look like a com- like maybe oh, yeah. like you wouldn't be able to even function on like the earliest of levels right. so like when you're like doing that in skating like i think if you find those things that make you like you got those like wow tricks or like those things like that could kind of maybe create like this like comfortable place where it might prevent you from from like learning those little things because you might be taking the trick and there's other ways to learn within that because you could take those tricks that you have and take it to bigger obstacles mm-hmm. or do it in different ways so like it's not saying that the learning is not there too mm-hmm. but you could be just like um get comfortable and like i think it's important like you said especially with the switch to like and in life in general right just right. like pull yourself out of your comfort zone every now and then shake yourself up yeah and like try those Dude, things like going up the to box. ask a girl out or something you gotta like you have to do it and get you know, <laughs> humiliated a few times. Yeah, like, exactly. exactly. You build that confidence up, I guess. Like, you got to yeah. fall to learn, you know? Yeah, you got to yeah. fall. That's it. You're not falling, you're not learning. You know? That's it. That's why I said, like, my, I got a buddy who plays poker. And, oh, and the uh, mics went out. Yeah, I have some other friends. Oh, no. the mics on? It's at the batteries fucking. Uh, my just... mic is out. Oh, no, since 118. Well, maybe only one minute. Who's that? <clears throat> this is live. Yeah, sorry, man. I shouldn't be keeping it here, but it's just I don't even look at it during the show. I just want to monitor. These Duracells are failing us. Are we live? Yeah. I can't believe this. My show. The time I'm on, this (laughs) is happening. Holy shit! (laughs) What's going on here? Someone said I'm underwater now. Is it just me? Oh. oh No, it's all. It's the whole recorder. Just the the. I think the batteries just died, which is. Brand new Duracells died like that. That's like an hour. Hmm. Well, let, us, let us know if we're back on. The batteries. We'll be back on in oh, like 30 seconds. Speaking of Steve's, Steve Stein, man. Is he all over it? He's ch- he, go he's back chilling. to work, Steve. He should be at work. Right? He is he's at work. <laughs> Steve. He's at work. It's like, oh, geez. What's back. he doing? Okay, guys. Let us we know be back if now. we're back. Uh, can we get a thumbs batteries up? Batteries died. Sorry about that. The batteries oh. died in the recorder. Are we good? Which is the first that happened. Yeah, we're back. Damn. Okay. So they couldn't so, hear us all that? No, that was, that was, like, was like a no, minute. No, no. It was oh, like okay. a minute. Like, oh. like literally he caught it when it started. So nice. it's cool. Um, if we have any more problems, please let us know. Apologize for that. They said Justin Johnson says we're back. Thank you, Justin, for telling us. Thank cool, you. we're back. I actually, <laughs> but I wanted to, just if we could re uh, reiterate that point that we were just talking about, about the, um, how, yeah, just like the, 
getting out of your comfort zone and always like challenging yourself to uh, try something new and with put anything yourself in the, in with life, anything. So important. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crucial, man. And like, I, sometimes I forget to do that with myself too. Like I'll find myself sometimes mm-hmm. like even like getting in comfort zones in my skating because there are some tricks that just feel so good. Right. But like your trick, like I do like, I'll do fish brains a lot mm-hmm. to the point where like people are like, okay, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, master at that. Yeah. yeah like yeah, it's yeah. like you can, or someone has like their signature trick and I think that's cool, but it's also like cool to find that space to just like really test it. And I, mm-hmm. I'm actually getting hyped now because I want to go like do that, some like, well, that's why I like playing skate is fun with different people too. You get to learn different tricks and like, we don't skate the same as one another. Mm-hmm. And especially with like your switch repertoire, you'd be like, "Damn, I don't have like yeah. Billy's True Top ones no. like that. Let me just get him with a switch on huh. fish brain instead or something right. like that." Yeah. You know? Oh no, and and oh, yeah. I, I think that's like in and of itself like such an important thing yeah. of playing skate because you can like actually like target someone's weaknesses. Yeah. And then they would <laughs> have. That's the best part of skate. If yeah. you know the person well enough, mm-hmm. you could target their weaknesses, and then they would have to. It would be on them to to mm-hmm. fix that that mm-hmm. uh, wrinkle in the yeah. in the chain. And I know everyone's yeah. got their yeah. I know everyone's yeah. got their different rules with skate, whatever. But I like playing with. It's a little little raw, but like you know how some people are scared to try a trick, whatever. If you scared to try the trick, you get two letters instead of one. Damn. Like, to me, like, like to don't even take go a attempt. Letter. Yeah, like oh, like, like if you did switch oh, alley fish on me, I'm cool. like that's no way I'm trying. I'm gonna die. But then if I don't try it, I get, I get two fish? letters. You can do switch that. alley fish. Oh yeah. Okay. But like hypothetically, like just as okay, an example. Right. But it just it just forces that is you to, hard. It forces you to get like to actually yeah. do try the For trick. Sure. Sometimes you don't know. I don't want two you letters. Try it and... I'm about to eat it right now because yeah. I don't want the two letters. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. go for it. But yeah. you could you could it could be easier than you think. You know, you could, absolutely. You surprised. There's a lot of sorry. Like just if you know how to do a soul grind, you can do a switch soul grind. You just got to train yeah. your body because like yeah. your mind knows how to do it. Just like mm-hmm. get go stall a curb. And do switch soul grinds for a while. And like over and over again, you build that little muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah. Repetition is key. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that talk. That was cool. I hope everyone's yeah. motivated Steve, to try some switch how, tricks. I just try guys, new tricks in general, you know? Yeah. Do you guys dumb it down ever? Like, I don't know, for just like for people that may be watching that don't know what switch is. Oh, do you so, ever do that so like, of? well, yeah. um, we we don't really. I no. think this is like maybe yeah, uh, I guess we, yeah. Like elitist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a super like, question. No, I mean yeah. we we do rep, like when we do references to like from like back in the day for like old videos. Like we okay. we'll say like this person is yeah. X Y and Z. We don't just right. automatically assume everyone knows. Right. But um, switch would be the unnatural stance. Sure. In skating, the opposite if you, way you do a trick. Yeah. If you've been listening this long and you haven't known that until I just said that, <laughs> you got to rewind it. You probably have to rewind at this point because you probably it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you probably turned the episode. It's off. like riding with your left hand instead of your right hand if yeah. you're riding, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, man, that's cool. Um, they call it in, so in surfing. If you ride both ways, which very little surfers can do, mm-hmm. they call it a switch foot. You're a switch foot. Like if you can drop in on a wave regular and goofy, mm-hmm. that's like pretty unheard of. But yeah. there are some guys that can do it. And uh, I, I think for skateboarding, I'm pretty sure it's really common like for skateboarders to be able to skate yeah, yeah. both ways. And it's kind of like a big part of skateboarding, mm-hmm. pretty sure. And yeah, because the other day I was watching a skateboard video with some skateboarders uh, at the skate park. And some kids and they were like trying to figure out they're like oh is he goofy is he regular is he goofy is he regular and i was like oh well like i didn't i don't pick up on that so, yeah mm-hmm. yeah no if it's you're looking like for it you, you can you can you can see some of that stuff but yeah it's definitely more common in skateboarding uh, than i guess surfing big deal um, I, yeah i want to talk to you about your surfing i'm glad you brought that up 
because that's such like a strange marriage to like most people, uh, especially from like uh, San Diego, like a rollerblader being so committed and then surfing because normally in Southern California, specifically San Diego, surfing is coupled usually with skateboarding. Sure. And like some of the cultures are, they like intertwine in terms of like their hate for rollerblading. Mm. So um, at least <laughs> in the past, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, definitely. San Diego specifically. Yeah. 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 So, there. Yeah. No, there is. Absolutely. Um, so what was the, your history like, uh, starting surfing and which is so funny because yeah. of airborne and the star right. of airborne Mitch Mitchell Goosen mm-hmm. rollerblader surfer. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, do you that, guys not know? Have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> Have you not seen the goose man? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you're pretty much like the modern day Mitchell Goosen. If I, if I may, you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> So when did when did you start surfing and did did you like uh, I know like the I know again the surfers can be pretty tough on like even new surfers down in San Diego and I know Chole Chole surfed so maybe it started mm-hmm. there what what's your history no, there No I got him into surfing uh, he Really was, he was a sponger or they call him dick draggers <laughs> oh, what is that okay, excuse me i know it's well if you're a, a boogie boarder, boogie boarder oh. uh and so is bo coddington uh boogie boogie boarder but cj dude, i got nothing but love cj wells i think i think he is or he surfs he's, no no he, he's, he's a boogie he, boarder he like yeah. almost went pro boogie boarding he's like no a, way he's a, oh i believe that he's yeah. a serious boogie boarder that. and our boy johnny Correa. Of, Correa. oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i'm a big surfer yeah well oh yeah johnny yeah he's a pro he's a legit pro legit pro no i got nothing but love for anyone in the water you know I think rollerblading. You got nothing but love up. for dick draggers, was it? Is that right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like one of the terms that they use. You know, like it's like a derogatory. Right. Like, it's like the fruit booter for, thing. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. calling us a fruit booter. Yeah. So, but the uh, that's so he what got started me doing that. It. I mean, my so my dad's from Southern California. Mm-hmm. He grew up surfing. He was surfing as like a little kid. Uh, he he surfed his whole life, and he so like I had magazines surfer magazines as a kid you know he held on to all of his surfer magazines his surfboards and so and we lived in reno <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's really, yeah yeah he was torture, subscribed man. he was yeah. like subscribed to surfer magazine and and they would come to the house so I, waves weren't really ripping on the lake huh no nah no. <laughs> <laughs> but we would go to the ocean you know a, a lot because his parents still were down here mm-hmm. in anaheim and uh we'd go you know to the beach so i would i would boogie board and body surf and then when i moved to san diego at 18 i started surfing because my dad was like hey i was body surfing at the time which is a lot of fun and uh my dad was like you need to stand up on a wave he's like go get a surfboard and figure it out so i did and you got a longboard no and you started with a short yeah i started on a shortboard and that's uh not the best way to do it but it's it's a way to do it and and uh, i'm a five footer or a six footer Oh, it was probably like a six foot something, That's six gnarly. foot like eighty shortboard. It was a Shoals. I got it from some guy named Mark the Shark who had a s- antique store in Perfect. Pacific Beach. Perfect, of course. Yeah, of course. That's his name. And I got so sharked on the deal. It was like this yellow, rotten, waterlogged piece of junk surfboard, and I think I gave him like eighty. I, I had no clue what I was doing, but I just I knew that I was not about to go drop whatever five hundred, six hundred it is for a brand new surfboard in a store. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll get this. You know, so my cousin Jordan and I, who is also the kid, my cousin who I started rollerblading with in, in the very early stages, mm-hmm. we started surfing together and uh, we were learning surfing. And that was like a really special time in my life. Like uh, I love surfing. It's 
so much fun. And there's, it's the only other sport that I've found that I want to do as much as rollerblading. Mm. Um, and it's just all fun. Like it's, I have no feelings of I want to really impress and, you know, I'm trying to really push it. I'm not, I, I don't want to get, you know, I'm not going to go to like the premier waves and try to, uh, you know, sort of pipeline or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not. You're not, like, you're not going to meet up with Laird Hamilton down at Oahu and do some no. big wave stuff. Like, like I feel, I think if there was no one out at pipeline and it was the right day, I would, and I, I'd probably even wear a helmet because you know you can die, you can hit the reef and yeah. Surfers wear helmets. Sometimes, oh yeah, dude, people wear helmets. Like, I, so uh, what is the pipeline anyway? Because anyway, I'm sure the there's pipeline? people like me who don't know anything about this. Though. Yeah, I think it's, this is a good <laughs> reference point. Like you said, it's we like one of the and... most famous waves in the world for surfing. One of the most high performance. Well, not high performance, but just one of the most dangerous waves. Even Where it's is like this? it's like the proving ground. It's in Oahu, Hawaii, oh, okay. and it's it's a it's a big barreling fast wave, and it has like really razor sharp reef at the bottom, and people die every year. People oh, die shit. like it hit their head. Really? Or, oh yeah. It's and, and it's it's, but it's kind of like it's a proving ground for up and comers. If you want to really show who you are in surfing, you have to do it. And mm. yeah, so. Anyhow, surfing's a lot of fun. It's it's a great time. I, like I can go do that by myself. Luckily, my girl, my who I'm gonna marry, is a surfer. She loves surfing. That's how I met her. She was surfing, and uh, so it's something we can do together. Um, I feel like it makes me a better skater too because I can take breaks. I can be like take a day off and go surf and and like still do something to kind of keep my head in the game and. Mm -hmm. um, just good for your body to do other stuff yeah surfing keeps your body really strong i've only been like five or six times but like every time i'm out there just like paddling a lot sure. of core like you're like straddling out there and like yeah. you're just like you're just in the sun you've got the salt water on you just feels healthy so yeah it's a it's a good experience it's um for sure it's you know humbling too to, to be out there and learn so much and feel like there's so much to learn i love that hmm. you know um it's it's great. We live at the beach in Imperial Beach, uh, San Diego, which is like the southernmost city in mm -hmm. San Diego, and I guess that's where Josh Petty's from. He like his family mm -hmm. and stuff. For a time, he lived there, and actually, he yeah, he told me that that was the first rail he ever grinded was the Imperial Beach like bike rack or something, Sick. where he learned to skate. Um, yeah. So, what else about surfing? No, I was about I to say know. was was there like anything like you know with you being a rollerblader surfing did any of that come up like when you were out there in the water did you have uh, any like moments where they were coming at you for like being a grommet like or like get oh. off my wave you're not oh local. just uh, you're not a surfers. local brah uh, <laughs> yeah, rip curl brah yeah, um i mean i've Don't. definitely had moments for sure yeah. where i got into it with with people that in and, and that's one of the weird things about surfing but also one of the best things about it is that there's so many people surfing that it is not it is very core to be a surfer and and be anti-surfer mm -hmm. like i don't want to see you i don't know you you're not from here there's so many people mm -hmm. who want to surf and that surf it like there is that's where the localism vibe comes from there's mm -hmm. there's only so many waves at a spot and you show up and you don't know you're not from there the guys 
they're not friendly. They don't want you there. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, dude, this is our spot. And and like, imagine if rollerbladers were like that, dude. I, I mean, like, so what we have is pretty beautiful and special in rollerblading because it's not so big that we're like eating each other. <laughs> we're like, get out of here, you know? Yeah, like, no, much. this is our skate park. Mm -hmm. Like, beat it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's. You know, that is a thing in surfing for sure. There's waves where they're very heavily localized and you can get, you can, if you know what you're doing and you're respectful, you can get waves and, but like, they're not going to be stoked. Like, yeah. And if you like, don't hey, know brother, what you're doing, what's up brother, right. Yeah, come yeah. over, surf no, this wave. They're, they're not like yeah. ushering you in yeah, to like yeah, come yeah. and surf. Like it. Yeah. So just because it's so mainstream and it's so like, and, and if you're a kook in the water, you can get, you can hurt people. You can like, yeah. you can can really hurt people i mean you can hurt yourself with the surfboard you can yeah. put the board in your head i've had stitches here like that's and that's common for good surfers like they'll wipe out the board the fins cut their head open mm -hmm. cut whatever their leg so that's crazy just yeah. like mitchell goose and skaggs cut the <laughs> on, on the guy's <laughs> head and he almost yeah. died peppy remember yeah right so we can get right. into that later but um <laughs> it's <laughs> I don't know why I got like on Heffy. that little tangent. <laughs> you just love Mitchell Goose. Yeah, well, yeah. no, because we made the connection now between yeah, yeah, right, the right. skateboarding and the blading. So now I just feel like it's in my head. It's well, what's cool is rollerblading made me a way better surfer. There's guys that have grew up surfing and have been surfing their whole lives. And I've been surfing since like I started in my 20s, really like 18. But then I kind of I wasn't really into it until like my 20s, mid 20s. I kind of like got more into it. But, uh, I feel like I progressed so much quicker than guys that have been like have been serving their whole life and that's because of rollerblading. It's like what we're on, the balance point is so much tighter than a surfboard. So once you figure out the hardest part, laying on a board, paddling, timing, reading the ocean and catching waves and standing up, like the actual surfing starts to become more natural like if you have any background in skating or you know mm -hmm. like if you can ride ramps like that it's kind of starts to relate hmm. i was gonna ask you how about like does that help you with bowl skating like surfing the waves because it's pretty much how yeah. that was born too dude it totally does it totally does and here's why surfing you always want to go to the spot on the wave that's going to give you the most speed Ty typically like that's a something to think about i want to go to this point so I can have a ton of speed coming down and then right back to the top <laughs> or wherever. It's all about lines and, and where you're hitting the wave to where you're going to go. And so bowl skating totally translates to that. And when I skated, it's like you said, I went with Miguel and Joe Atkinson and we're skating that bowl in um, San Pedro. You guys call it San Speedro, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a really sick uh, pool. And it's, I guess it's based after uh, some pro skateboarder's fa favorite pool that he ever skated. And it's super tight. The transitions are right. really tight. Oh, yeah. Really, really hard tight. to figure out yep. the lines. But once you can, like, get from point A to point B and, and see where you're going to go and hit those points, it all connects. Yeah. It makes sense. No, it's weird. Like that's the, the hardest yeah. part of bowl skating. No, not my opinion anyway. Yeah. That, that's why I think there's like there's a use for like to have someone there like Miguel or like who can like coach you and show you because you show up at a bowl and you're like where are the lines? Yeah. And especially yeah. if you don't know thing and you figure it out 
And Miguel's like, try this way mm. and then come around that way. Mm. And then like you just try that stuff and it just like makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, Old wow. Coach. Like, yeah, yeah like yeah. It, it can. So there's definitely like some some use in, in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering how surfing helped with that, because for the same reason, too, like as a someone who's grew up the game street, I, dr- I go to a bowl and I'm like, where, where do I go? Like, what do I do? Like, no matter. I've been skating for like 25 years. and I still can't figure out what what the lines are. Mm. But they skate with like Stockwell. Or like you said, Miguel, same thing. Like they just drop in and it's like second nature. They just so have they, it. Yeah. yeah. Keep the speed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part about it, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, in a little bit, we're going to bring it up to some questions from the guests. Okay. I want to say shout out to Blank, our sponsor. And if you are watching live, please hit the like button because that's Please. cool. And if you're not watching live, you can hit the like button anyway, and it would also be cool. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's cool no matter what. But um, yeah, so um, I, it's like my third time asking this, but but has there ever been like a surfer guy that's like, oh, you blade, dude? Anything like that? Did you ever uh, catch that? Nothing. You know, um, nobody has ever been disrespectful because usually if that comes up, it's uh, typically with somebody that, I already know and have seen in the water plenty of times. And so our little uh, community of San Diego, Imperial Beach, um, I've lived there for about five, over five years now. And I was surfing there years before that. I I started to surf there a lot because where I was working, uh, I would go to IB after work. And so the locals in Imperial Beach, I'm... I'm a local. I know a lot of the guys. They they know that I rollerblade now. We're friends, you know, and they're nothing but respectful and nothing but like stoked and and like uh, it's it's really sick. They to, they 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 tell me often like how cool they think it, rollerblading mm-hmm. is or whatever. And so that feels good, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's that's cool. And because these are guys I respect. I mean, there's 50 year old men in the water who are shredding, oh, you know, yeah, shredding, yeah, yeah. Um, and kids too. Groms, there's like the high school kids who surf circles around me and mm-hmm. 360s, and like they, I taught some of them at the local high school because I was a teacher at Marv, at the high school, and uh, they they were respectful. They figured out I was a rollerblader, and they loved it, and mm-hmm. and so. It's cool. I think there's definitely that mentality is out there. Absolutely. You, you know, if that, you know, the skateboard, certain skateboarder surfers that would not be hyped on rollerblading, but, uh, fuck them. That's you know? it. Yeah. Like, what does it matter dude? for a surfer anyway? Like, it's not like I get understand somewhat like a skateboarder, BMX or scooter or something like that. Cause we are like in the skate park together or at the spot together, but like a surfer, like does it matter you're not even like it's like we're gonna be yeah. skate on your waves yeah, or whatever yeah, you yeah, know yeah well like, yeah what's the point i i wouldn't even like what's go the there point with at that bar there's no point yeah there no but there's there's definitely been times where like you said you get hassled like i've 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 been hassled um yeah i've seen like grown men fight and in, in the water and stuff and yeah i've heard stories about that too from other people who surf too it's crazy yeah mm-hmm. but that's a dangerous place to fight. Yeah. Yeah, no, ocean. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot can go wrong. Yeah, you could yeah. die out there. Yeah. yeah. I guess you could die in any fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you die out there, not fight. You not, don't not think so. Not, yeah, you die in that fight. You die yeah. off the street. It's a dangerous world out there. That's the point. I think that's the main point we're trying to get to. Here. Yeah. All right, cool that we established that. That's very important. 
Um, should we start getting to some questions? I think, yeah. have I think we should get into the super chat questions, uh, if there chat. are any. And then, yo, yeah, by the way, if you're watching us live, we always split half of our super chats with our guests. Um, Hayden came up here from San Diego to join us. He's here for the Blade Cup. We got this marathon going mm -hmm. on. So, you know, if you want to give him some super chats, he might, he might like the gas money. I don't know. There we go. What and is also, the super chat? People could donate to the, in the live chat. Oh, so that first of to all, me or to donate, you or to we, us, we split it. We split it. Pizza party. Pizza or whatever, party. dude. Let's do a pizza dude, party. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Super so, chat. So super chat. Support the pizza party after this. But <laughs> we split between us and, and our guests, which is you now. And your Killer. super chat questions get prioritized. They pop up to the top of the list. So if you have something you want to ask or talk yeah. about with Hayden, your super chats go right to the top and we prioritize them as well. All right. So we do have a few super chats off the bat. I'm going to Bob Barker this right now with okay. the, the mic <laughs> over here. There we go. We're in there. Dude, this gets better and better. I don't know. How <laughs> <laughs> it's a party, so, man. I should know about super chats. Uh, our yeah. first super chat is from Mr. Tree Tree Rudolph, who super chatted $9 and 76 cents. Whoa, 976. 976. Who yeah, says, clothing. Hayden, how are you so comfortable doing like all your tricks, natural and switch. Also, you have a super soothing voice. Damn, that's so <laughs> nice, dude. Thank you. Uh, how am I so comfortable? So like we were saying, I guess practice. Just practice makes perfect and practice switch a lot. Um, and, and for me, it started small. Just switch soul, switch royale. If you can switch Royale, I think you can learn switch anything. Mm -hmm. That's one and of the then, hardest ones. Dude, and yeah. And then switch spin. If you can switch switch 180, dude, it's over. You yeah. can learn anything. Like, just put your foot up there. Like, that's, I, I try to psych myself up like that and just say, all right, as long as I don't fall getting on the rail, like, once I'm on it in a switch fish brain, like, all I got to do is stand there. I just got to stand there. Like, just lock on, it's jump up there. Yeah. Dude, just get it in my head. All right, lock on, go for it. Like, mm -hmm. and you you train yourself. So, um, but P-rails and little things to grind, learn switch. Yeah. Do you need to get Paul? He's calling you. Oh. Is that important? No. no? Thanks. Right. I'll get to all it right. later. I appreciate right. that, though. No, so. it's, it's my old <laughs> okay. man, my stepfather. Oh, oh. but um, so uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry about that. Thanks, thanks, yeah, for, yeah. thanks for checking in though. But, but um, yeah, <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> I was gonna say I think those those not only like you were saying earlier that sometimes the switch are overlooked and neglected, but those not specific hard switch like the switch 180 the mm -hmm. switch look over the shoulder like the switch fakie the mm -hmm. switch royale Makes like you those yeah. basics are huge mm -hmm. like i've huge. heard about skateboarders and I, you know again it's just like such a uh, right next to us comparison mm -hmm. but talk about like they're just like some of the top guys just work on your ollie mm -hmm. you know what i mean like have a great don't worry about the tray flip the basics. like yeah. get a good ollie mm -hmm. like so it's like get that good royale that switch royale like that switch 180 and just like those things like do a lot like a, more than like you think like uh even though you could build up to the point of true switch true fish it could do mm -hmm. more, it could do more than like a switch uh really hard trick would be like the, mm -hmm. in terms of like getting your vocabulary oh, and what you could richie do. eisler that's a dude i just remembered who is insane with switch. He does like switch hurricanes, doesn't he? He did like switch everything. Yeah, yeah. he was unreal. Yep. Like, and and I didn't see those uh, sections until like way later, like way after the fact. I saw that, mm -hmm. like him sessioning two down rails, and he like three sixty sweat stands both, both ways. ways. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. dude, that's insane. Like, yeah, because the switch true fish 
or you know I can do switch 180s into grinds, but dude, I, I can't even like regular 360 into a lot of grinds. Yeah, <laughs> like, I need a launch ramp, mm-hmm. and then I'll send it. But <laughs> we always got things to practice on, though. That's the yeah that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. stuff to practice on. All right, thanks for the thanks tree, question, tree tree. Yeah, we have another super chat from Dmitry Pukarev, who says ill pants. What's your story with Pat Lennon Reno? I don't uh, know. So yeah, Pat moved to Reno when I was in high school, and he's a, a good friend. He he was, I, you know, having him there was huge because not only was he an amazing skater, but he was just a good guy. So he he lived in Reno for a short period when I was in high school, and um, I got I even filmed some of his like amazing tricks, and he I was. You know, I got, he filmed me too. So, uh, that was a big motivator for me, but it's like he said earlier, when you're like, you're in the practice space and then you're in your like showcase space. And I feel like when those guys lived in Reno and I was that age, every time I went with, out with them, it was like, I never felt like in the comfort zone of like, I'm in my practice space. Mm-hmm. I was always like, Oh dude, I gotta, I have to do something like, and cause like they're going so hard. They're, they were skating so well that you want to you want to do something on right. that and so you need both really you need to always you need to go back and forth like practice space showtime yeah, that's true yeah and Pat dude that guy Pat Lennon was like all showtime yeah. he like dude I, I mean if there's anyone that was not about practice yeah, I was about to he say. was like the Allen Iverson of rollerblading he was like practice like <laughs> dude that guy. Like, put on skates, didn't lace them up, and would do, like, the longest rail first try. Like, not even kidding. Like, like, we, I, like, one day after school, he and I went skating at this high school. It was called Spanish Springs, and it had a really long handicap balance rail. And I would be there for, like, hours, like, trying to do the whole thing, like, you know. And he, I'm not kidding, like, put his skates on, didn't lace them up first try. <laughs> like, oh. did not lace whole, them. Did not lace them. Didn't just, <laughs> didn't boom, lace dude. them. Didn't lace them. Like, put his skates on and just did it. Like, wow. Yeah, he was. He, dude, that guy was. I think one of the most talented rollerbladers ever. Yeah, yeah he ever. really was. Like, he was like my favorite skater for a super long time, and he still has like some of the most untouchable tricks that yeah. have ever been done. His whole four by four section is ridiculous. And yeah. it's crazy to know he didn't he didn't spend any time in the dojo. He just yeah, went straight to, real, the, right? straight to the straight to the show. Yeah, you know? I think he did as a young kid. And yeah. he just built on his skill set so hard that he just had his bag of tricks and was so confident, mm-hmm. like a probably like an Aaron Feinberg type. You know, I feel like he was another guy that was like that, like just could just do it. Yeah, just do it. So that's dope. Thanks for the question. Thank you. Uh, we have a super chat from Jose Fuentes. Shout out Jose Fuentes, the Jose, homie. Yeah. He says, uh, hi, Hayden! Hi, Exclamation Jose. point. Enjoy a BRME this weekend. Love the show, guys. JSF. Hell yeah. Jose. Thanks, Jose. Last nice time, guy. Last time we were with Jose was just over here at the Mexican restaurant. Shout out, he Jose. He's in you Texas and your now, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, Austin. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good guy. Love that guy. He's the best yeah. guy. I'm, I'm not drinking this weekend, though. I've, I've actually been like, really uh drinking very sparingly like hardly at all last beer i had was on my birthday and then before that was like months or something so i've just been on like a new thing lately yeah so i won't do the beer but we'll go towards the pizza or something yeah we'll we'll make it work (laughs) we'll make it we'll spend your dough (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, we got a super chat from Miguel Jacob, who says, how do you prepare to do a gap like the one you did on your latest video? Which gap? Maybe that, like, didn't you, like, launch over? Yeah. Maybe that. The, uh, I think that's the asking, only gap that can I can you think specify of. which can you, one, but I guess can you specify I mean, which, which gap? They're all kind of Well, I guess just, similar. like, any, 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 gap, any big gap, yeah. right? Like, uh, Headspace, you know? You definitely have to be in the right headspace and confident and um, commit to it. And then you got to send it, bro. That's Full it. send. But, but also listen think, to your gut and don't go yeah, above your limits. Exactly. Because sometimes things can feel wrong and you just might be like, yeah, so just listen to that right. thing on the inside. It, true. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel it, don't do it. Because even when you do feel it, it can still go wrong. Yeah. It's, that happens too. So mm-hmm. you definitely want to feel good about what you're about to do. Yeah, he said the final one from the roof. Oh, from the roof. From the roof. Dude, that's not even that high. It's really not. I mean, it's overhead. A lot of bigger gaps have been done, especially like way bigger gaps. But for me, it was big. I mean, I'm at the time I was you know 35 years old, jumping off a roof. At the time, uh, yeah, at the time, <laughs> you know, I I think skating a lot and skating daily, just like the little sessions and the practice sessions, are so key because it keeps you tuned up and feeling good. And and I think you you know what you can do, and then you go for it. But gotta yeah. be tuned up. Tuned up. Miguel also had one more thing. Uh, he also said, "By the way, congratulations on your project. When will Pants be available in Europe? Are you shipping to Europe?" Oh God, I have. Yes, they they are available. I've sent several pairs to Europe. The shipping is so expensive, though. It sucks. It's like forty dollars to send a pair of jeans to Europe or the UK, and actually I have a story about that. So I sent. Uh, Ricardo bought Ricardo Lino bought a pair of Dusties in the beginning, and I sent them to him. And he he warned me too about USPS, you know, the postal service, which is the cheapest way to ship anything, and is great for domestic. It it makes the most sense. It's most economical. What did he recommend? UPS. He said, yeah, anything but USPS mm. because international it gets it can get stuck in customs it and gets stuff. Handed over it's, too many times, probably. Yeah, yeah. I can relate. So, I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but uh, but all the other ones it worked out. So all the other countries and uh, people that re- they received their genes. Mm-hmm. R- unfortunately, Ricardo was one of the only dudes that didn't. And so I sent him his genes that got stuck in customs for like two months. I wrote it off. I was like, I'm so sorry, Lino. I was watching the tracking. It just was stuck in customs. And then I checked it the other day before coming up here, and it said that it came back and was delivered to a person at my address. And I was like, hell no, that didn't happen because my mailman knows me. And so I was all over it, and I'm looking, I'm calling the post office, USPS, and you know what that's like. Yeah, they're sending, it, they're sending you to the recording machines, and you can't even get in touch with a guy. I, I will say the USPS was pretty good. Like, I did get people that were helpful, and then I got, I found out that. I think in the very beginning when I started Dusty Denim, I, we had just moved, my girl and I, and my, uh, I know this is a long story, I'm sorry, it's like the postage, the the printouts on the printer were from my old address, and so I was just slapping those on, and uh. so it went to my old address, which is right down the street from where I live now, and so I was like, okay, so it was delivered to my old address, and it says that it was handed off to someone there. I was like, I'm going to go there and ask, yeah, of course, yeah. homeboy, where's my jeans? And so I rode over on my bike. You know, it's less than a half a mile. It's like right down the road. And this guy comes out, and I was like, yeah, so hi, I used to live here. 
I had a package that ended up here, and he just like, uh, no, that didn't come. I don't know. And so dead end. <laughs> Long story oh for nothing. <laughs> so yeah. Didn't get the jeans. I would have been so psyched if I had pulled that bag of jeans out. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, dude. You know, even if he was like, I've been wearing them. But I was going to say, oh, those it, are yours? It, it, like, you're the guy. Them, did yeah. he come to the door on, wearing them and be like, no, I didn't get any yeah. package. Yeah, in the jeans. That <laughs> yeah, would have been so jeans. funny. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. And then you, no. catch, you catch him out at the local pub, like, later on in the week, just styling <laughs> yeah. in a pair of Dusties, <laughs> eating, having a fish and chips. And like, oh, dude, someone in that hut oh, definitely is styling, styling in some Dusties. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, man. We're going to keep moving these super chats because we got a bunch more here. Uh, we have a super chat from Jay O'Neill who says, Hey man, met you at Young and Grumpy BPSO weekend. You were super chill to meet and chat with. The Dusties are fitting great. Young Which, and Grumpy? The premiere, that oh. premiere at the, the studio. Mm. Um, that was the name of the Braindead video? No, no, no. The, no, no. That's the, the name studio. Of the studio. Oh, sorry. Young yeah, and yeah, Grumpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, keep oh, shredding gosh. and good luck this weekend. Much love from Boston. Uh, hey, thank you. Cousin Kel- Jay. What was his name? Jay, Jay O'Neill. Jay O'Neill. Oh, yeah. Cousin Hell Jay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cousin Jay. Thank you. Great time. No, as I said, nothing but good people across the whole country. Everyone I met was cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bladers. New York is no different. Yep. We have a super chat from Bread Tim. I don't know how I'm saying that right. Uh, he says, do bowl air and grinds ever count if Dusty's... If Dusty isn't there, <laughs> hold on, I lost it. Uh, Biting you. And, and grinds even count if Dusty isn't there to nip at your heels the whole <laughs> way through. <laughs> That's so funny. Yes, of course they count. But it's like bonus points if Dusty's there. <laughs> He's just checking, like vibe checking you to yeah. make sure like you got it. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. What's so funny is like when you fall, when I fall or Dusty's right there, and the first thing he does is he's got your skates in his mouth. It's like you're on the ground, and he's biting your skates. Yeah. Like he's like, ah, on your skate. You're like it's a like broken you, arm. You blew it. Like, <laughs> you're a broken arm. He's like, give me the skate. Oh, hard. He'd be on you, like biting your skate with your broken arm. You're like, oh. Yeah. I love Dusty. I love that we talk about, I, so I love funny. the term vibe check, by the way. It's a great term. <laughs> vibe check. I love that. Yeah, yeah. that's what you said, Bella. She's like, she's got a vibe she's check. She's got a vibe you. check, you man. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so I think we got um, one last question that we'll one? take. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Thank and, you. Um, super uh, chat. What you got? It's not a super chat, is it? Damn. Uh, it's not no, a super I, chat. I got all the regular chat. question. Super us. But <laughs> <laughs> Philip Justin says, "Does Hayden still skate adapts?" Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I actually just got a pair. Uh, Peter and Olga gave me a pair. I'm going to, yeah. So there's no talks or anything of like, I'm going to be like an adapt pro or whatever, but they gave me a pair of skates and I'm more than thankful. I'm, I'm so gracious to get a free pair of rollerblades. Thank you. Also, I, w- I want to thank, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Julio gave me skates for a long time and that was very appreciated. I'm, I'm, very appreciated of that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate John for doing yeah. that. Excuse me. And, You're appreciative. And I'm appreciative. <laughs> Stumbled. And so John gave me skates. Jeff Akers and Matt Morrison gave me skates. And like free pair of rollerblades is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm very thankful for that. Um, so yeah, an adapter. I love those skates. Um, I think it's not the skates. It's the skater. Always. It's always that. But those skates are really comfortable, so I'm skating those, and and they work 
I love them. They're, they fit my foot. I've got a big old like hobbit foot and, and like I can heat mold those skates and like get the perfect fit. So it's, I guess I'm like a skate snob now, but. Well, you know, you yeah. are a surfer, so you got to bring some of that stuff over to our. What does that mean, dude? <laughs> <laughs> no, snobby? no hell no. Get off my wave. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no. Okay. I'm just I kidding. guess there I could be. Yeah, there <laughs> could be, but. No, I know. Um, I know. There's definitely. I'm just joking. I like. I got mad. I got love for surfers out there. I know. I know I'm, just, I'm just busting out here. Yeah. You're skating well on the adapts, though. So it's hey, working out you. for you. Love them, dude. Uh, yes, I think like the most important factor is fit, and oh yeah. But but like you can make any skate work if you're a good skater. If you're, you know, like mm-hmm. you can find something positive about any skate, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like those ones just. I like a stiff like really stiff rigid skate and those are really stiff uh and yeah it's just i don't know i think it's like i put on weight i'm older maybe i'm more heavy footed Mm -hmm. but like that like stiffness is works well for me and the fit's good so i'm I'm very thankful to have those skates awesome yeah Mm -hmm. well man we've had a great talk thus far yeah i I'm, I would like to tell everyone to please stop by the booth this week and say hi to Hayden. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as you can tell on our podcast, he's a very friendly, approachable guy. <laughs> With a soothing voice. Thank you. He's a, he, as, <laughs> as, uh, yeah. Tree, that's so <laughs> funny, dude. That's I would not said. have thought of that. <laughs> I think you guys have good voices, too. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never. Welcome. And no one's ever told me I'm a soothing either, voice. Never not. one time in my life. Never? But, no, it's never happened. But I think uh, it's. Uh, it's a commanding voice. It's a commanding voice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, that's okay. Yeah. Um, I just so have yeah, a voice. So, yeah. If you're not, <laughs> New Yorker <laughs> voice. You guys sound like New Yorkers. Good. For sure. It's important. Yeah. yeah. I guess we need so. to be able to. So uh, we, we are. Signal our identity to our fellow, fellow New Yorkers. Right, right. But um, so yeah, if you're down at the Blade Cup this weekend, stop by my man's booth. He has incredible Please. jeans. Like, touch them, feel them, see if you like them. If you got the money, buy them. If you can't afford them, touch them, feel them. Be like, dang, I need these, and then buy Save them like, a week later. Yeah. You know? But um, keep it going. Definitely check out my guy. He's out here ripping, and anything that uh, you can do to support what he does, and yeah. keep him out there motivated to be a part of this Blade community. I think is huge. And thank I want to thank you for being here and taking the time to talk to us on this podcast. Of course. And I would ask you, do you have any last words or a shout out? Do you want to shout? out some sponsors people ideas uh, adapt and red eyes yep uh for the free stuff mm-hmm. and i'll continue to film i'm gonna make another video part i really want to do one before the year is over mm-hmm. so that's cool and thank you for that um thank you to you guys for having me giving me the opportunity to share this little space that we have in rollerblading yeah yeah Hell yeah thank you for keep, coming on and keep doing it you know Keep yeah. going. Jump Street, baby. We keep going. You too. Yeah. Dusty Denim. Let's go. Dusty Let's and go. Jump Mesmer Skates, too. Let's I'm keep ex- it in very <laughs> excited for you guys, My dude, God. and, and what's to come. Like, I think it's, dude, it's, it's, it's nothing but good things. Like, yeah. competition, other brands, it's all good. Like, that's, that's what we need. Mm-hmm. So, we can do everything in house. We can keep it all here. Exactly. That's there it. We, we don't need to go to Kmart and get this stuff. Keep it right oh, exactly. here. Do exactly. Exactly. But I'm going to Walmart for, for pants. That's it. That's What's up? No more going to Walmart for pants. Yeah, you know, it's if dusty. you can if you can swing it, do it, dude. Buy some rollerblading products, of course. Totally. Go for it. Hayden, you're the man. Thank you Thank so much you, for Austin. coming on. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. We're going to have a lot Thanks. of fun this weekend, everybody. Enjoy the Blading Cup if you're there. If oh, you're yeah. watching live. Thank you, John Julio, for Blade Cup. Yep. It's okay, one of the John biggest events in rollerblading, so and it's Hardest so fun. Hardest working guy. And we're all going to be partying, yep. having a good time. It's going to be a great time. Great weekend. And if you're watching live, stay tuned. We have two more episodes coming up. 
So stay tuned. If not, subscribe and make sure you hit the bell icon so you get notified when we do go live. But thank you, everybody, for watching and listening in. And we'll catch you all in the next one in a little bit. Sick. Hell yeah. Peace. Yeah. Good job.